What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream, where we kick the facts. If we don't care about your feelings, we got a great show for you today. Subtle red flags that almost every man overlooks. And this is going to be from a contributor to our locals. He came up with these lists, or he might have got this list from somewhere, and we're going to go ahead and ride with it. Of subtle red flags that almost every man overlooks. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about a woman who married a man late, late, late turn marriage. And that's you. Uh, that's you, guy. And that's you. On Caleb Hammer's channel. And she's going to marry the guy. She married the guy. And now they're going into massive debt because of this woman wants to have a Hail Mary baby. A Hail Mary. Come with me. Hail Mary. One quick C. What do we have here now? Do we want to ride or die? Fa la 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 la. <laughs> I ain't the killer, but yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, man. A late marriage. Come with me. Hail Mary. Run quick. See. What do we have here now? Do you want to ride or die? Fa la 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 la. And that's you. <laughs> Yo, she hit him. The, that's you, ninja, in the building. Wowzers. Man, hell Mary. Man, she hitting this ninja with the buzzer beater, baby, but she's using IVF, something that we warned men about. Boy, I'm going to tell you what's going on, man. This is crazy, brother. And we talked to you men about this. This is why this space is so valuable. Now we got these ninjas out here. We got them out here. He's shuffling too. Unbelievable. Anyway, IVF, baby, they're going into massive debt. Because she wants to have a IBF. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what are we doing here? We got a great show for you lined up today, man. And we got Doom and Gloom, CGA. We got Straggle and Sniggle. So let's, without further ado, get to it. You ain't here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you're in the Desert Storm Bunker with yours truly, the whole effing show, Mr. Every Woman's Fantasy, EWF, and CGAC God Allah, the Black Moses, all right, and the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube, Ninjas, Ninjas learned what demonetization was this week. All right, this weekend. All right, they was like, what does demonetization mean? Does that mean when I have a yellow dollar sign, did I get demonetized? Mm. They just know what they, they learned today. YouTubers learned. They're like, what? They can do that? Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> they're just cleaning up their YouTube. Hey, YouTube, man, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> these ninjas, I didn't say it for like, you know, a whole year and a half. Nobody listened. Today, <laughs> this weekend, they're like, huh? You mean they can take away my whole check? Yes. Yes, I've had it happen to me. I've had it happen to me eight times. All right, so, no, man. Now YouTubers got some sympathy for ninjas. All right, but anyway, we got a great lesson, man. Hard lesson. YouTubers out here, you know what I mean? It's kind of like uh, Fresh and Frick got bug broken. All right, they used them because you don't really hear of people with million subscribers getting demonetized. You don't hear it, but I've... 
I've been aware of it. I've seen it happen. I need. I think um, the No Jumper podcast. I think they they were demonetized, um, and they were well over a million. I've seen it happen. You know, because I pay attention to it because it happened to me. So I would actually be desensitized to listen to other people. It happened to. So I've seen it. I happened to me, and uh, continues to happen to me. And uh, nobody really knew what I was talking about. They're like, "Is he really demonetizing? That can't be possible." And then when it happened to Fresh and Fit, they're like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." You can take the whole check. Yes, you can. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. <laughs> they can do it. Even with a million subs. Some people think they're immune to it because they're like, YouTube needs me. And um, some people not even with Fresh and Fit size audience, right? They have a smaller audience and they got like 400,000 subs, 500. And they're like, nah, they'll never do it. They need my little live stream money. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't need your little live stream money. They need advertisers money. All right, they don't care about your little 30%. They will yank your ass. And a lot of people have now figured it out. So what's happening is because they got buck broken. They got buck broken. Unfortunately, everybody else stopped acting up. All right, everybody cried like a motherfucker. <laughs> everybody quiet. I'm start looking at my timeline. I'm like, where's everybody's videos? Nobody's cursing no more. All right, everybody's thumbnails are clean. Ninjas is out here. Everybody act no. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, some ninjas had to get their collar snatched, and it was fresh and fit. They the, they the sacrificial lamb. All right. Nobody doing these outlandish titles and shit. Yeah. Pearl sweat and bullets. Pearl knew. I actually hipped her up. Um. So Pearl knew. She came to my studio and I explained how it works. She's like, that sucks. She was like, that would suck if that happened to me. And I was like, Ninja, you don't even know. <laughs> you don't have a clue. But I think she's downgraded quite a bit. So uh, good for her. She's downgraded quite a bit. But I think that woke her up too. They like, oh. Whew. They snap. They slapping in just like that. <laughs> he said, everybody a Mormon. And I'm still over here acting up. All right. Because I ain't got no. What do I got to lose? Well, a lot. But everybody acting up. They like, father, father YouTube. Please forgive me, Miss Mother YouTube. I love it here. I'll comply and read terms of services. I will not copyright strike. I will not anger the YouTube gods. <laughs> this is out here. They just saw somebody get the banana up the tailpipe. <laughs> All right. Who's in the chat trolling? You say somebody's in the chat trolling. I can't see. I can't see who it is. Who, who's the name of the person trolling? Because I have no idea. All right. Thank you, Mrs. Wojciechowski. <laughs> She's not even the CEO no more. Father YouTube and Mrs. Wojciechowski, I like you. They in there acting up. All right. Anyway, yeah, they talking about they not red pill no more. I'm not red pill no more. I'm not part of the manosphere. <laughs> Scuba? Is Scuba still? <laughs> Scuba. All right. All right, well, they saying Scuba is the one in there spamming. Uh, Scuba chill. Yeah, they dropping on, they dropping neck. I'm not Red Pill. And Sujin Wojciechowski, I'll drop neck on you. They doing it. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> what do we got going on here? What do we got going on here? They're saying it's a, uh, he's, they're saying he's doing, I don't know what he's doing in there. Let me see if I can find it. All right, let me see if I can find it. They saying he's spamming. 
All right. Um, oh, I see what he's doing. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'm, I'm trying to see. Give me a second here. They, they, they're saying that he's bothering him, but I'm trying to figure out where it is here. I don't see it as much. Okay. All right. I, I don't see it. I see it, but I don't see it. But anyway, just chill out. Anyway, great show for you today to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal. PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. So let's get into it right now. Martin says, uh, CGA, he says, Coach, what is going on here? He says, Coach, my HR coworker told me today that she was informed that she has to pay $500 a month on student loan repayments for the next 10 years. Oh, doing my math. Oh, man, she, that's over $50,000. I mean, that's closer to $60,000. I mean, what was she doing this entire time, fam? <laughs> God dang. So, um, yeah, that's going to be a budget, buncher, bu- budget buster really quick there. All right, so uh, what is she going to do? That means she has at least over $60,000 in student loan, and that's not even including uh, the interest. I'm sure the interest is included in that, man. Yikes. And I'm assuming, yeah, that's a woman. Boy, it's about to get hectic out here. $500 a month? I mean, we talking about $500 a month of extra income. Nah, the, the, the average American don't got that. They don't got that. What is she going to do, fam? That's the minimum payment? Oh, my Lord. Fam, what is she going to be doing? I have an idea. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. I'll mind my, I'll mind your, I'll mind my business, but I might partake in a little bit of that, you know, she might be in a little bit of a bind there. She definitely going to be in a bind and oh rent. Oh, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey man, it's getting 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 kind of hectic. Hey man, look, listen, look at your pockets right now. Let's look at your pockets. <laughs> That's all interest. If you have an extra $500, like you're in the top 5% of Americans, possibly the top 10%. Nobody that got a job at the human resource got an extra 500 bucks. Ay, ay, ay. Oh, yeah. Somebody says student loans for women is the female version of child support. <laughs> Jesus. That's true. Oh, my goodness, dude. She is going to be in trouble. She's going to be in trouble. Shout out to Royal Scott says, sorry to the bubble bad OG. He says, I am the trash man. Shout out to you. Who got it? Somebody got the extra money? You better watch out. All right, they coming for your neck. I'm broke. I ain't got no money. I don't even have a job. 500 a month, man. That's going to be that's going to be interesting. I don't think like if they did that to all the people who owe student loans like tomorrow, everybody owes 500 bucks. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Oh man, almighty. Shout out to Henry says I'm a trainer with four clients. Should I get a website? Yep. Yes indeed. Indeed, indeed. Website somewhat gives you a little legitimacy, although your social media presence is going to be more important than your website, but you always should have a domain name and a website, right? People like to shop you, and then you just put, you know, four pages tops, four pages tops, nobody going further than that, and don't put your pricing on the website. Don't put your pricing. 
to put your history, put your but your background, a couple of photos with clients, or maybe if you have a good body, like you're ripped or lean. Uh, four pages. Nobody's going further than that. People just stay on social media mostly. They rarely go to websites these days. All right, but you do want to have that background. All right, so anyway, shout out to Greg in the building. Gregory says, Coach, can you do stand-up? Um, I might be. There's barbecue in there. I might get canceled. I might get canceled, so I don't even know if I would be able to go into the Hollywood scene to do it. All right, shout out to Finite168. Thank you, brother. Oh, and he says uh, one-third minus 820. And 90-10. He's got the numbers guy. You're the number guy. Shout out to Tori. Says this the best entertainment on YouTube. Enjoying the free agent lifestyle. And we enjoy it for life. Shout out to Mark over there on the Cash Is app. And uh, Gregory says, yeah, coach, I was team Killmonger at the end. And we were talking about the anti-heroes for sure. And you probably were rooting. You're like, hey, I want to root for the Black Panther. But geez. Maybe we can tag team it up. Okay, appreciate that. We got Hodge that says, Ratchet news of the day, 48-year-old black woman and her daughter started a fight at a nightclub because they couldn't afford the entry fee. Daughter uh, ups, or I think, I don't know what that, stolen pistol. Daughter UPS's stolen pistol and fires into a crowd hitting her mom and deleting a rapper hosting the party. What city is that? What city would that be in? Oh, my goodness. So she shot her own mom. She shot her own mom. And what is a 48-year-old woman going to the club with, with the daughter? I mean, if I'm doing the math there, that means she had her at least at 17. That sounds like Detroit. No government name. Today, a co-worker was thinking about breaking it off with his living fiance. He's getting married soon. I didn't try to save him. Did I fail the brotherhood? He says some ninjas ain't ready to be set free from the matrix. He's 28 and has low sexual marketplace value. I acted like Reverend X. Save yourself, black men. Free agent lifestyle for life. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. Nah, if he's thinking about breaking it off, you'd be like, hey, you know, (laughs) that's their own business. That's their own beeswax. What is the ups? She upped it? Oh, she ups it. Okay, she up, She brandishes it. Okay, sometimes I'm out. Sometimes I ain't got it. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. It's the whole effing show and the Chief Rocker, the one Chief Rocker. All right, we got a couple more. We got Terrence. I really enjoyed an older show that you did entitled Why Mother Nature Gives and Father Time Taketh Away. And I also bought the Free Agent Lifestyle book. Thank you for the content and thank you for the support appreciated and why Reverend X sticking around. Thank you for the support and thank you, thank you, thank you. Janelle says thank you for the education. Last one, Troy says please look up Holly Sanders in sports league. When I start selling puss puss sound drop, he says. Uh, by the way, I hope we get a team in Savannah, Georgia. I was sniggling while typing Holly Sanders comment. And forgot no government name, but I got, well, maybe I didn't get you. I think I snuck it in. All right, but I'm going to look it up just really quickly here. Is it Saunders? Saunders Sports League? Just looking it up. All right, hold on for a second. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
Yo, women really going sexual mark. Uh, rem, women really going monetized. They're going monetized, man. They going monetized. There's, there's no. Oh, up it, pull out the ciggy. Okay, got. It. Women going selling puss. That's what we're doing. And if anybody wants to see what's happening here, I might do a story on it. Uh, maybe tomorrow or this week. Holly Saunders, ex Golf Channel host, launches nude sports league. Exposed sports with Gone Girls Wild feel. Women really out here selling puss, for real, fam. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, and it's unabashed, unabashed. Like, they going like, this the only thing we got. Ladies, y'all had it good back in the day. Y'all at least could get some respect from a guy. But listen, I ain't mad if y'all selling puss. I'm not mad. I've been told y'all, I've been ahead of the game. I'm like, hey, if y'all sell a bit, coach will buy a bit. I'll, listen, what, what's a night with her? Why not? Like, y'all girl style. All right, Holly, what, what, what are you talking about? What's the number? Do you know what I mean? Clap them. <laughs> Send her back home. I go home. I'd be like, I had her. <laughs> Looking at her like, I foxed her. Like, what's the big deal? I'd be like, you know, I don't have to talk to her. I don't have to run no game. I'd just look at her and be like, oh, that girl? I foxed her before. No biggie. <laughs> I busted on her lips. Like what? Like, you know. Because before I would have to be like, oh, let me meet her. What do I say? It's going to be a little awkward. She might reject me, turn me down. All right. You sell a bit. Coach will buy a bit. Hey, Holly, come on over. Thank you very much. Here you go. And guess what? It's time for you to go. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what i mean it's all good <laughs> we just made it we just made the connection anyway these girls out here got nothing left all right tell some punani anyway <laughs> it thinks i'm reprehensible bus on her feet thank you <laughs> all right here we go right here uh what do we got here dooming speaking of let's get doom and gloom Doom and Gloom CGA back in here. Let's see what we got. Uh, we got some negative reporting in San Francisco, California. What's going on in San Francisco, home of the 49ers? Not those 49ers. It looks like San Francisco's suffering. The downtown is in a doom loop. Uh, speaking of doom and gloom, they're in a doom loop. All right, here it is right here. Uh, let's, give it, let's give you the report. San Francisco suffering doom loop amid large vacancy rates. All right, here we go. Nigel Kennedy used to see 12 clients a day in his barber chair. Then when the pandemic hit and the surrounding office towers emptied out, so did his place, and he began falling behind on his lease. How far behind did you get in rent? Over two years, 48,000. And in the end, buried under back rent, he got the equivalent of a do-over. He was evicted, but now he's back under new terms. Every month I do a uh, monthly sales report, and then based off my sales report, they charge me a percentage of my rent. San Francisco needs... Well, yeah. Your rent's due, motherfucker! Yeah, man, listen, I, we talked about cor commercial uh, real estate. This is something that we've talked about quite extensively on our channel. Commercial real estate is going to suffer, and once they do in these downtown metropolises, it's just going to be a trickle-down effect. 
going to be a trickle-down effect. Um, and you're going to see these downtown scramble, gentrification. Um, they're going to start scrambling. It's going to be just a trickle-down effect of uh, Bidenomics at that point. Well, let's go ahead and continue. A do-over with commercial vacancies above 31%, the highest in the nation. Damn. That's bad. And who wants to be in San Francisco downtown with people copping a shit on a sidewalk? And fears that a doom loop could kill off the city's downtown. This is the $2.2 billion Salesforce Transit Center. It's supposed to be the major transit hub for anybody coming here from the East Bay by bus. But on a busy Friday, the only people we've seen in here are a couple of tourists. Wade Rose runs a group that represents some of the city's biggest tenants, companies like Google, Uber, and Gap, that paid sky-high rents during the boom. But then the pandemic arrived, and with it, working from home. 90% collapse in office utilization. Damn, damn. Well, during the pandemic, somebody's asking me, do I think lockdowns will come back? I said yesterday, no. It's, it's no need to unless they get really desperate for a political need. But um, there's vaccines, so they won't lock down. That's why you would lock down in the first place. But... Um, 90% um, utilization rate, negative, I guess, that they were saying. that's a, But that was during the pandemic, I think. It's just unprecedented in a major urban uh, city in America. Wow. And at that point, landlords here went into denial, Rose says. There's a period where people pretty much were denying that something really fundamental and existential had happened. Yeah, so again, a lot of people, uh, that's a very important point. Because when I talk about the people who are in denial about what's going on financially in our country, this is a perfect point. This is why this is the doom and gloom, right? Because you guys, I've been calling this. And I've been like, man, we in trouble, <laughs> okay? But people are in denial. Oh, no, nah, everything will come back. You know, the non-essential workers will come. But you guys don't realize you missed two years of production. And that little production you were doing at the house, that was all, you know, oh, we're more productive at home than we are at work. Okay, you can believe that shit if you want. All right, but that's probably not true. And uh, this is mostly women, non-essential travel, right? This is all denial and it's catching up. Not only is the denial happening, the denial of uh, recovering is is uh, nobody's, nobody's acknowledging the denial that it takes to recover. You can't take off two and three years um, of working in our productivity and then think you're just going to jump back in. You got at least about a 10 years now you got to recover, so... He's hitting all the points that I normally hit. Here we go. San Francisco has reborn so many times. It's been counted out so many times. Mark Babson took a 1970s office tower left empty during the 2008 recession and converted it into residential space. Could you do what you've done in this building at any one of those buildings downtown? You could do it at a number of buildings. The elevators being in the right spot, you're going to get sometimes, not all the time. That's a bonus. You could probably work around it. But the floor plate is a big one. Because yeah. offices make for long, narrow apartments, Babson had to get creative. The city under Mayor London Breed is doing what it can, offering small loans to small business owners and small payments to landlords to create pop-up restaurants and art. Oh, yeah, man, they in trouble, man. Art galleries downtown. We've done this in parts of our city in various neighborhoods, like the Bayview Hunters Point community. They had a almost 50% vacancy rate, and it's down to about 10%. Oh, the good days job. of being the hottest real estate market in the world may be over. Gone. Maybe that's a good thing. Rose says landlords are no longer clinging to the status quo and are preparing to more or less give away retail space to start the clock on what experts say will take 10 years to make downtown bustling enough to attract employers again. Yeah, so I said 10 years, right? I said 10 years. 
So this is just an example right there. Uh, 10 years to return back to what it was. And you probably need to get the homeless off the street and probably not let them take poops and dumps on the sidewalk. And trust me, walking around naked. They didn't show any of the dope fiends out there. And that certainly is in existence down there. But yeah, man. Yeah, man, it's all bad. Speaking of doom and gloom and all bad, apparently this is a demonstration of AI. And uh, this this isn't the first time I showed this. It's a little bit small on your screen. But this is another example of AI, assuming this is true, being able to decode human thought. Okay, they already have this in experimentation, and they already have it in where they're probably going to implement this, maybe with pseudo-psychologists, criminals, people at work, people who have chips in their arm. I have no idea. But they're using AI to decode thought. Listen up. They had people watch a video and just narrate what was going on in the video in their mind. So there's a woman, she gets hit in the back, she falls over. This is what the computer reconstructed the person thinking. See a girl, looks just like me, get hit in the back, and then she is knocked off. So our thoughts, like, are starting to be decoded. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's going to be hard out here for a pimp out here. What? Okay, they decoding thoughts. Ay, ay, ay. Lord have mercy. Listen, this is going to be all bad. All right? This is going to be all bad. And uh, I'm telling you, man, if they pull this type of shit on me, I'm going to tell you what possibly, what possibly the AI is going to be thinking once CGA, they're going to be like, CGA, we're going to plug you up to the AI. What are you thinking right now? And I'll be like this, like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it, CGA. Oh, my God, you're going to plug it up. They're going to plug me up, and it's going to be like this. Yeah. That's actually accurate. Sorry. Uh, You caught me at a bad time. Can you unplug the machine for me? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay. (laughs) All right, anyway. I'm a little embarrassed now. But the AI done picked up my thoughts. You're lucky that's all they showed on the screen. All right, um, anyway. Let's see what else does the AI decoding here. Uh, let's see here. The AI is also doing this thing here. Yeah. Just think about what this means for authoritarian states, for instance. Or if you want to generate images that maximally activate your pleasure sensor, anything else. Okay, but let's keep going, right? To really get the sense of the combinatorics of this. How about, can we go from Wi-Fi radio signals, you know, sort of like the Wi-Fi routers in your house, they're bouncing off radio signals that work sort of like sonar, can you go from that to where human beings are to images? So what they did is they had um, you know, a camera looking at a space with people in it. Um, that's sort of like coming in from one eye. The other eye is the radio signals, so sonar from the uh, Wi-Fi router. And they just learned to predict like, this is where the human beings are. Then they took away the camera. So all the AI had was the language of radio signals bouncing around a room. And this is what they're able to reconstruct. Real-time 3D pose estimation, right? So suddenly, AI has turned every Wi-Fi router into a camera that can work in the dark, specially tuned for tracking living beings. New, 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 new world order. 
Oh, man. This is going to be, I told you, ninjas, y'all ain't going to be ready for this shit. Y'all ain't going to be ready. Y'all ready for this? Oh, man, dude, they already got this shit. And this brother right out here, man, first of all, is he? This is San Francisco, I'm telling you right now. This ninja got a little sugar in his tank. Uh, we can't come back from this. I don't think we can come back from this. I don't know why this is. Yeah. <laughs> the nanny goat won for sure. The nanny goat is the winner on this one, fam. I don't know, man. How many years? Before you don't have to talk. If the if if the development continues to accelerate, then maybe like five years. So they had people watch a yeah, man, five years. Oh, man, dude, y'all, this is going to go fast. Five years. Elon knew. He said five years. Yikes. Let me get to these super chats. That was doom and gloom CGA. Welcome to the new world. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> you'll be fine, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be fine. More super chats. We got, uh, let's see here. Toby says, Coach Stradamus, these ninjas think that the baddies at the gym are out of their league. He says, nah, ninja, she just out of your price range. They on the dark side. And every weekend, they be like, oh. Okay, daddy. Oh, they be doing it, man. Okay, daddy, all day long. Okay, daddy. And by the way, do you guys know? Yeah, these girls been doing this way before we we even been bringing it to you. All right, and so when you discover that, then you really knew what's up. But yes, no no woman is out of your league. She's just out of your price range. Even women that don't agree with me, all I have to say is, okay, what are you looking for in a man that you want to marry? They're going to start naming all these criterias. Much of it centered around, where your financial position is, where your career oriented is, your job choice, a.k.a. price range. <laughs> right? Punani for sale. It's pretty simple. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. Indeed. All right. So shout out to you. Once you know and discover it, you can go to the gym and see a whole baddie walk right past you. And you won't even flinch. You might even look over and be like, all right, I'll get her a price range later. You ain't even going to sweat it no more. All right, shot dude, but listen, this is a cheat code you're not even ready for. It's a cheat code you're not even ready for. Mr. Frugal says, love the new doom and gloom opening. When you bring in back the breaking news with the non-copyright music, this is the best show on YouTube. Shout out to the coach gang. I'm still getting all of my stuff over uh, from uh, StreamYard to Streamlabs. In fact, Funny enough, a lot of my clips are, I can't find them. I can't find them on my backup power drive. I can't buy, find them on all my computers, like the shuffling clip. So that means I have to cut it, recut it again. There's a lot of clips that I've used that are, I just don't know where they are. So that's why I've been included in my, my show. But of course, I've been traveling and doing stuff on the weekends and dealing with my case. So I haven't had time to do this over the weekend. But I am working overtime um, this week. And into the next few weeks, because there's less travel. Genetic Freak, sorry. CGA, sorry I missed your show last night. I was seeing Dave Chappelle at MSG. He's the GOAT. But I'll be honest, 
I sniggle more doing your shows than I did during his stand-up coach gang for life. Shout out to you. Shout out to Dave Chappelle and all of that. And uh, yeah, man, listen, I know, man, I'm catching up to these guys. I'm catching up to these guys. And I got years of material. I got years of material. If I went mainstream, if I went mainstream, I could just start over back at where I was, you know. <laughs> I could start talking about feet pictures and it'll be a wrap. All right, shout out to Dave Chappelle. Uh, Cordy, Cord, Condoriano. I think I got it right. He says that Wi-Fi sonar stuff was in one of the Batman movies. That is nuts. And there you go with the precursors. Uh, Schedule P Teslas are banned in multiple areas of China due to espionage concerns. The cameras, sensors, and microphones can be used to send out audio and visual data. Wow. Man, so imagine. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, I see it. All right. Yeah, wow. Tesla's barred from China's World University Games. That makes sense. Chinese airport lifts Tesla ban. All right, that was in April. Okay. All right, Tesla cars barred for two months in an area in China. Okay, there you go. But Tesla, wow. Okay, never heard of that. But uh, yeah, Mm. I guess you would say that there's some spy operation gear on those things. And yeah, interesting. We got our man Cortez. He says, thanks for the ugly truth. Shout out to you, brother. Juco. Says when you drop in the album, Coach. Yes, the album is coming up. I got so much stuff coming up, but uh, look at my African American over here. Yeah. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? I got about? too much stuff coming up, but of course, you know what I mean? Ex-wife trying to dig in my pockets. All right. You know what I mean? She watching. They pocket watching. They pocket watching for show. Trying to make trying to get me to pay money that I worked hard for the last 10 years. That I'm like, how was that your money? All right, it's crazy. It's crazy, but that's how they think. They're like, oh, you made it? I want some money. That's my money. He owes me the money. They in there screaming. He owes me the money. And I'm like, you didn't do nan work, right? You ain't did Nathan. Shout out to Mr. Grove in the building that sh- that that did something. He said, uh, shout out to the GOAT and the whole coach gang. Coach gang for life. <laughs> but ninjas is out here struggling, and they out here trying to uh, struggling and juggling balls, all right? And they find it trying to each each and every way they can get a lifeline. They out here doing it, dude. I'm telling you, man. Uh, but there's only so much she can get. Yeah, she definitely on that. She, but there's only so much she can get, so I'm not sweating it. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, broke. I got $3.85 in my purse. And literally, I got I got less than two calendar years, so she's limited in time. I mean, not only is she limited in time, there's, they're only limited in so much they can get because it's not alimony, and we weren't, we haven't been married for ten years. So we're talking about two kids. My daughter's now got, uh, let's see, August, September, October, November, December. Uh, my daughter turns eighteen in um, six months. My daughter will be an adult in six months. Damn, that's crazy. But as that means, she there's no more child support, so that's only six months for my daughter. And my son is 16. He's 16 here, and he has less than two years. Plus, he wants to move with me. Plus, you get equal parenting time or close to it. There's not much there. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm not sweating it. That's why last time I had a little hearing on a, uh, with a judge, and I was like not even listening to the judge. I was like, whatever. 
<laughs> it was like, whatever, do whatever you need to do. Like, I don't care about this shit. Like, y'all only got two, you got like, you got like six months with this kid, two years with this kid. Don't give a shit. <laughs> All right. None of this stuff is going to matter to me. So uh, anyway, <laughs> somebody said, yeah, I ain't even going to repeat that. But Deshaun says, coach, you mentioned my city again. So I had to stop what I was doing and sit down and donate. Anyway, I get excited. Pause. When you rant on these goofy ass, snowflake ass, sensitive, soft ass, Mitch ass ninjas like you did this morning, keep cooking. I don't want them a part of my coach gang at all. But if you want to learn, sit down, collaborate, and listen. Because CGA is back with a brand new invention, funky. All right, anyway. <laughs> it's crazy. Yep, handing her L's. And by the way, if you didn't hear me on Locals, I think I was on Locals and I told you how they did her dirty. <laughs> I was in there laughing and sniggling. All right, but uh, anyway, did them dirty, man. All right, but greedy bitches get what they deserve. Ninja, I don't give a F. All right, you get what you deserve out there, fam. <laughs> you get what you deserve. But yeah, take notes. Anyway, straggle and sniggle theater. Let's get it. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick. You can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggling Sniggle Theater, we got it back up here and going. Let's see what we got going, going, gone. Uh, let's see here. What kind of straggling sniggles we got? I done already forgot. All right. Okay, we're going to start with this young woman here. Looks like she's on the bang bus. All right. I don't know what YouTube this channel this is. I don't know what this is. I haven't done any investigation. Sometimes It's called the fun bus. I'm assuming it's, I don't know if it's prawn. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's skits. I have no idea what they're doing. But they do this setup, and it's normally like porn star, some trashy 304, and they get mad at Fresh and Fit for putting 304s on, yet do they get mad at this? No. They, they put 304s on everything. But then they challenge people like, oh, the Red Pill only talking about 304s. I'm, th I'm seeing 304s everywhere, but nobody criticizes them. Again, I'm not the fanboys for Fresh and Fit at all. I tell you where they messed up a lot of, a lot of times. But I'm like, look. These people are using the same 304s and nobody's saying anything. <laughs> All right, listen. Mm. All right, but anyway, uh, this is a YouTube channel. Of course, yes, it's a YouTube channel too. All right, and uh, this woman's going to describe how she uh, had a sexual relationship with her boyfriend's granddaddy. granddaddy. All right, for you guys that want a fantasy here for this skit, you're going to have a fantasy because it sounds like rent was due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And she liked it. Okay, Dad. All right, let's talk about this. What is one thing that you've never told your ex? I f***ed his grandpa while he wasn't home at work. <laughs> his grandpa? His grandpa. Wait. Yeah. Not his grandpa. His grandpa. I have a guilt fetish. All right, there you go right there. Them young girls don't want you. And, of course, I folded up better in my time at the junior college. But, yes. These young girls do want you. Don't let them lie. All right, here it is. She has a gilf fetish. All right, here we go. A gilf fetish? Yeah. Is that a grandpa yeah. fetish? <laughs> Silver foxes, salt and pepper. Uh, there you go. She's like, okay, daddy. Silver foxes, salt and pepper. And I know people think she's capping, but they're not, gentlemen. They like it. Ooh, 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 they like it. They just love stroking my beard, man. Salt and pepper, silver fox. And dudes, never sweat getting old. I know you young men, especially young black men, you guys sweat getting old. Dude, getting old, you get better, fam. All right? Women get old. You know, you've been listening to your single mammy. 
where your single mammy sweats getting old. Men, never sweat getting old because you get better. Don't let these young dudes fool you. They not out here doing running circles around older dudes. All right, we don't even ha- we can go to bed at nine o'clock and get exactly what you got, and you staying up to three o'clock in the morning at Denny's trying to get a piece of peace leave, and we done had her drop it off for less money than you paid to go chase her ass around at the nightclub. But that's neither here nor there. How old was his grandpa? His grandpa was about I think sixty-two ish. <laughs> and what made you want to f- him? Like, how did it start? I mean, he was always the type to make like those really sly jokes. See, yeah, when you young and you make the jokes, oh, you're disgusting. When you're an old silver fox and you're handsome with chocolatey skin, she's like, oh. Okay, daddy. Yeah. And got folded up like a love letter from the second grade. All right, here we go. Just in general. And so one day we were in the house by ourselves and he had made a joke that um, I had took serious. I mean, I knew it was a joke, but I wanted it to be serious. What was the joke? He had said something about my shorts, like, oh, if they get any shorter, I'm going to be able to see everything. And I was like, well, do you want to? Yeah, see, do you want to? See, when you're young, she's like, I'm going to make you work for it. When you're older like me, she's like, you want to see it? I'll show you a titty. Remember that lady said that? I still have that clip up. I'm still trying to clip. I still have so many tabs open of things I have to clip where that lady was like, I'll show you a titty. That They want to show old man this. Yeah, they be like, get him, daddy. All right, but people don't understand this. By the way, it's odd that I get censored, and this is on YouTube. Ninja, I'm telling you, man, I'll be watching shit, and they'll be like, Coach, be careful what you say. And I'm like, I'm literally showing a clip on YouTube. (laughs) Coach, they're going to censor you if you talk like this. And I'm like, what? I'm saying, listen, this is me as a content creator. They'd be like, Coach, man, you better watch out what you're saying. You can't show the suck chick for a stack girls i'm like i can't really well i'm showing it from youtube (laughs) literally this on youtube fam and they talking about me oh my lord but anyway let me see this girl here oh my gosh what is all right anyway she said she said oh my god yeah oh my god anyway i know dudes think she's capping but she's not all right, listen, not the life that I live. Trust me, she's giving testimony. She's giving testimony. But, uh, and they I'm like it, guys. Let's take you to this straggle daggle here. Apparently, um, this straggle daggle is an attorney. All right, she definitely got some degrees out here. Yeah. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. All right, so this attorney, the black woman you see here, is playing some YouTube game, some social media game. And the lawyer is going to match the people with the crime. And the crime is domestic violence. Now, remember, this is a black woman, a sister, a lawyer, and she's supposed to be on your side. But let's see what happens here. Domestic violence. Let me see. I'm going with a male. Oh. You, sir. Here we go. Damn. What makes me look like the type of person that would be involved in domestic violence? All of the TV shows that I watch, you look like a male. I look like a male? You okay. <laughs> a man of color. When, Wait a minute. You see me as- For DV! The person of color, is there a specific race that you might see? I do. Okay, I what is that? I see you as a black male. He's South Asian. All right, so this is a defense. I, th- I don't know what type of lawyer she is. I might have missed it. I think she was a defense attorney. Okay, so, so- so, 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 
she's matching people. This could be a woman. I'm going to just let you know. It could be a white man. But she picked the man that she says looks like a man of color, a black man. Right? I'm telling you, man, these black women ain't for you, man. I'm going to tell y'all now. Listen, I'm not anti-black women. You guys know that because I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn about this. You know what I mean? I like what I like. I do what I do. But I'm not anti-black women. I just know that a lot of them have years and years of therapy that they need to unpack before they can become compatible mates. Um, She's calling this man a man of color because he looks, he kind of looks like it, like he could be light-skinned. But she's an attorney. Imagine you hire her <laughs> and you're a black man. You thinking you get in favor and you getting a knife in the back. You getting a knife in the back. Yikes. Let's continue. Jesus. Interesting. Am I right about my... You're not a black male. You fit the picture you present as what they show of pimps, hustlers, what? TV. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. This cannot be... There's no way. She said pimps and hustlers. Okay, she must have grew up in the suburbs. I got to figure out what's going on there. And why is her arm under her boobs like this? Um... Pimps, hustler, black man. She's way off. Is she got? She needs to put on some glasses. <laughs> she needs to put on. Some, imagine this is your public defender. Imagine this is your prosecuting attorney, right? This is the prosecuting attorney. Imagine this is the only black person in the courthouse when you go in for domestic violence. And you're this, imagine this person is the person that you're like, oh, all right, she'll help me get off. And she slam dunking you like Kamala Harris. Wow. But yeah, she sounds like she's a suburban type chick. All right, uh, uh, let's continue. As in who? Um, the main media. So as a defense attorney, do you think that like the way you approach your clients might be through the lens of like what you might see in the media? Do you think that might be an issue? Okay, never mind. I don't I don't want you for the domestic violence. Okay. I don't think you're the person. Right. I'm gonna find someone else. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, man. Wow. That was an eye opener right there. That was an eye opener. And of course, he challenged her on it. He might very well have been the guy, but she he challenged her on it and she she backed off of it. It probably was one of the reading rainbows in the back, but nobody wants to point them out. That would be prejudice. But for some reason, what you can definitely be. Hold on for a second. Peace. You can be um definitely prejudiced against black men. All right. For some reason that gets a pass per se, uh, especially when it comes for black women. Right. They'll 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 be more likely to be prejudicing against you and not the reading rainbow give them a pass. Uh, but we know uh, lesbian couples have the highest incidence of domestic violence, right? And theirs get savage. I mean, they be out there knives. They be out there trying to gouge eyes out. All right. Trisexuals be crazy out there, right? And he look a little reading rainbow. He did. But he looked more black than he did reading rainbow. All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> she was like, I'm not dealing with that anymore. Here's another woman right here that's going to use the Jedi mind trick on you, gentlemen. Remember, we say men are looking for peace, quiet, and freedom. Women are looking for chaos. This is, everybody knows this is the standard, but do me a favor, hit the like button in here. Hit the like button in here, I know. Let me give you a warning. Let's get up to 800 likes. But this woman is going to do the reverse psychology on you, the reverse, the Jedi mind trick where she's going to say if a man's looking for peace, he's looking for chaos. And she got a lot of people co-signing it. Let's take you to it. When a man says that he want peace, he really means that he want chaos. See, most of these men that say that, they never had peace. Never had none. So they use women 
they drain those women and they can sense that have the peace and take it for themselves. What that mean? These people are insatiable. They cannot be happy at all, fam. And the comment section is backing her up, by the way. This woman is saying if he want, he says he wants peace, he wants chaos. Wow. This is some, yeah, this is some demonic succubus. Look at how she's using the filter and the eyes and the makeup. Titties, of course. Titties in the camera. Titties got to be in there. Just so happened to be in there. These people straight crazy, man. <laughs> Yo. Oh, my. And let me look. Look in the comments. He kept asking for peace when he bought me nothing. I think she meant brought me. Bought me nothing but chaos and drama. This means they want to do whatever and you not say a thing about it. He means he is bringing chaos and you must be ready to always be quiet about it. This woman, y'all better listen to her. I've been there. He don't want peace. It's not a challenge. This one, you give him peace. He goes, finds a piece. My girl stay coming with it, and she's sitting pretty. He took all my peace and drained me. Quote, it's crazy, but so true. This one, they underperform and get bored. This sounds like some projection, fam. Like, what are we, huh? Wait, they must be talking about the same gentleman. They must be talking about the same five niggas that they normally dating. This is not even possible. What world are they living? They live in a parallel universe. <laughs> the Jezebel spirit. Who are they talking about? Drug dealers? Ninjas that play basketball? There's no way in the world they're talking about anybody I know. This is projection. Wow. I cannot believe it. All right. And yes, who hurt her? I got to hear the rest of this. You don't allow that to happen. You give peace on your terms. Because really, they need stress. They need pain. And they need chaos. It needs to be a balance. Because when you just give a man just peace, he gets bored and starts taking advantage of you. Ooh, hold up, man. What that mean? Brothers. Who are they talking about? <laughs> this lady. Now you know what Pookie, Tyrone, Dontravius, Shamar. Who in the hell could they possibly be talking about? Are they talking about themselves? She must be talking about herself. There's no way in the world, fam. That is crazy, man. They gone, man. This is why I can't hear it. This is why I can't deal with them. There's no way they're in their right doggy ass mind. This is what they talking about. Wow. That's what happens every single time. Every single time. They don't know what they want half the time. There's no need for you to really believe anything a man says. <laughs> it's their actions. I'm going to always say that. What? So you hear a man say that he want peace. It should be a signal in your brain that he never had none. And you give peace on your damn terms. Because they really need chaos. 
I in never in my imaginary red pill years have I thought I would hear something so ridiculous. That is the most ridiculous thing I've seen for a long time. Oh my gosh, boy. Hey, it's bad out there. And and by the way, I just want you ninjas to know that got hurt feelings earlier today. There must be bots in the comment section, but there's 175 comments. And look, so true. Mine says he feels like he's walking on eggshells around me. Well, that's true. This woman facts. Where have you been my entire life? Okay, this is so true. I believe this, right? So, so true. My my baby daddy all day. I agree. Okay, we got facts from a mud shark. This is a good light-skinned sister. He said he wanted peace last week. I finally gave, got him to stay. I'm right. I finally got him to say he fed up with me last night. My ex told me he missed me because he met someone who said, I'm not jealous. I'm honest up front. I don't even know what the hell she talking about. That's deep. Yep. Yes. Yep. I mean, brothers, man, send it. The black community top. Black community done, man. They done. Y'all done. <laughs> I don't think y'all ninjas is going to be able to recover from this. Oh, my goodness, man. Good luck out there, gentlemen. Good luck. There's a lot of traumatized women out there. Yes, there's a lot of hurt women out here, man. They gonna give, they putting y'all through it. And and all the the five ninjas in Detroit, yes, in Detroit that they all dealt with. Y'all picking up the scraps. These women have been it, it listen, they just have been microshimmerism. They just been ran through. This is a this is what's happening. They just been ran through. Right? They did they they've had too much salami. And the Lord then told them. Y'all going to make everybody go through some sort of religious awakening. The Lord done told them stop getting ran through and they proceed to get ran through and then wonder what's happening. (laughs) Oh man. Good luck out there. Gentlemen. Good luck. Next video. Granny. Granny say it ain't so granny out here. Remember I told you about old women and old people never believe they weren't evil and out here being skeezers themselves. See your granny was a flapper. You know what I mean? Your mother was a flower child giving out free love. Your mama was in the club. Your mama was in the tavern and bars listening to Ohio players. All right, so Granny, it says right here, somebody's recording my grandma at dinner tonight. Let's listen in. My pussy does not ever stink. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Well, now, it don't. I mean, really? Oh, we're not really gonna have this conversation. <laughs> yeah, my yeah. Listen, uh, they didn't gave. They need to give Granny a nightcap. Let's go ahead and review it just in case you missed it. And she sound like she in Savannah, Georgia, looking like Pearl Dean, Paula Dean. My pussy does not ever stink. Yeah, man. I mean, I think she didn't had a few too many. She didn't had a few too many. She definitely worked at the brothel back back in the wild wild west where the the, the uh, during the gold rush. Yeah. <laughs> Granny, how many drinks you had tonight? <sighs> oh. Not even Granny out here. Okay, I can turn it up for you in case you missed it. Granny, what you gotta say, baby? What you gotta say? My pussy does not ever stink. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, now, it don't. 
really? Yeah, man. I mean, really? Yeah, your your great your grandma was at Freaknik. Yeah, man. Yo, man, this is getting wild, ma'am. Chill, baby. Come on, man, Granny. Hey, yo, chill, son. Hey, yo. We don't need to hear all that, but listen, she probably can drop that neck and give you a good gummy. My pussy does not ever stink. Oh, oh my God. Well, now, it don't. Oh, Jesus. I wasn't even thinking about it. Mildred, I wasn't even thinking about it. She, I don't know how this came up. I don't know why you're talking about it. I don't know why you're even talking about your puss. I mean, she's losing it. She got us eating. And <laughs> oh, man, we in trouble, man. Speaking of trouble, this is this little Millie Mouth muskrat right here. Can I? Um, You know, she's getting famous because Drake allegedly ramrodded her and put her out in these streets. All right. Um, I had her in the clip that I used to have that I have to find. And um, it was a clip about you know, um, about the guy, you know, the daughter Richard and I, my daughter Richard and I. So this is a woman. I'm going to clip this because this is how women are now today out here dating. Uh, she's going to ask this guy for money. Here we go. Can I have $40,000? To do what with? I just want $40,000. Do you have a lot of money? I feel like I have a fair amount that I work hard for. But, yeah. You know? You know, I paid $1,800 for us to do this here. Okay. Do you yeah. want me to reimburse you? Or? That would be nice. Are you offering? Okay. Okay. That would be nice. That's um, fair. That's really nice of you. You don't have to do that, though, because I know that it's my podcast, but I just know that you have a lot of money, and I put it on a credit card. You're you, you like money a lot. Well, it's because I, I don't I learned have that any. from your last interview. Yeah, well, I don't have any. You live in Newport Beach, though, right? I live in Laguna Beach. Oh, Laguna Beach. I spend 100% of the money I make on my rent. Okay. Yeah. And I put everything else on credit cards. Sure. Do you have credit cards? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen, I know she's uh, skidding right now, and if I knew she was in Newport, I would have folded that Millie mouth up a long time ago. But um, here she is right here with the interview here, asking for money, badgering ninjas. This is how I feel in the world, too. <laughs> All right. This is how I feel in the world. And, of course, she probably has a little bit more money because her social media is blowing up. But you guys got to understand, she's not on YouTube. She might be on YouTube. Um, She might be on YouTube. I'm not sure. Uh, but if you ain't on YouTube, you ain't making a bag. You ain't making a bag. But as you can see, they're unabashed and un not shamed as to ask ninjas for money. All right? They're just, just asking you for money. And uh, make more money, darling, ass bitch. All right, they out here, Cole out here begging and panhandling. All right, this crazy right here. And she said she spent all of her money on rent. Yeah, barely, barely. Well, it's I, I, don't I learned have that any. from your last interview. Yeah, well, I don't have any. Yeah, I don't have any money. That's what they be saying. Look at that. Look at that mealy mouth. She definitely got a mealy mouth. All right, yep. Look at them chipmunk cheeks. I'll drop it right in there. All right, drop it right in them chipmunk cheeks. If you ain't got no money... Let's get funny. All right. Anyway, baby moms be out here too like that. All right. Speaking of having money and being asked an extorter for money, uh, this guy is named Irv Gotti. Anybody ever heard of Irv Gotti? All right. Shout out to him, Irv Gotti. And his record label was Murder Inc. Ashanti Irv Gotti. Well, Irv Gotti sold his catalog. Remember I told you about catalogs, YouTube content creators? Listen up. This will one day be us. Irv Gotti, who recently sold his catalog for $300 million, believes 
he can't find true love because people ask him for money. All right, let's go ahead and hear Irv talk about how he's dealing with 304s these days. Love to have one with me 100%. Mm. I just don't think it's out there. For me, 26-year-old Dominican, gorgeous. You out here with Totones? Okay. So she asked me for 25000 Damn. She's a real one. Let's make some noise. <laughs> 25000 I was like, where does she get off asking me for 25000 And then in the back of my head, I'm like, this is the tip of the iceberg. Mm. 100%. If she's my girl, mm. that she going to ask, I need a hundred. Mm, her mess. Get all of this money for my family <laughs> to have some bad come around and just start siphoning it out. That's mm. never happening, y'all. <laughs> so that's why I just, I don't think it's in the cards for me. Mm. I don't know if I could find someone who I'm going to be attracted to that's like a nice, good person. Right. And you So know, you're saying you got your guard up all the time? You have to. Okay. Yeah, man. See, look, man, I'm telling you, I know, I know. See, even Irv Gotti's realizing what I've been trying to tell you. And, um, you know, I'm telling you, they come, he's, yeah, not my girl. Dude, they trying to run pockets. They not trying to love, Ninja. They don't, they not trying to love. Now, listen, this isn't all of them. And, of course, the, the type of woman he wants is not the type of woman that's sitting here going, well, I would never ask for that type of money and I would love him. I don't know. Uh, but they're not looking for you, all right? You're at home looking homely. You got to wax your mustache, all right? And your hair is in a bonnet right now, okay? So you're automatically disqualified from his point of view. So he's looking to try to find a baddie, but you got to understand, he came from a time, the 90s, where he had an advantage in the 90s. Men had an advantage, meaning that if you were had status and money, you can get women to do shit for free, right? I get it for free type ninja. You can get a woman to do it just because she wanted to be around successful men. You can get women to do it because she wants to be on the video. Today, that's not the case in America. Women will do, women ain't trying to just be in the video and then be featured in the video and say, I'm a video vixen and walk around, dream, drop, you know, the, the game had that song, You Wouldn't Get Far, where the women would do it and listen and jump in a Honda Accord after it. No, they're not trying to do that no more. All right. What it was that I heard Melissa Ford drive a Honda Accord. They're not trying to get in the video and just drive off in the Honda Accord. They're not trying to do it. They're trying to live better now. They're trying to live lavish. They're trying to have the bag. And yes, extortion is real. And, you know, marriage ain't on the table. Marriage ain't on the table. So they like, okay, you ain't going to marry me and you ain't going to ski in me raw. Okay, money. Pay up, ninja. Oh, no, it ain't good enough for me to be seen and be your girlfriend. That ain't good enough. I ain't, and, and then you're going to pump and dump me. And all I can say, I was Irv Gotti's former girlfriend. Those days are over and it's here. I'm just letting you know. The game has changed, Ninja. The game has changed. And nobody's trying to hear me. Remember, you could be around status. A girl could be around status and be like, hey, I'm there. I'm at the party. No, no, that ain't good enough. <laughs> you're going to get false allegations or you're going to give me a bag. 
It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Yes, and they raise the prices. Yeah, because they gotta they gotta stay looking good. They gotta stay with the Botox and shit like that, and the lip injections and the titties and the booty, and they gotta be going. You know, because you're going to use them, right? She already know. You're just going to use me. But you're going to pay, Ninja. The game has changed. He says DiCaprio's still doing it. It's DiCaprio's still doing it. I'm just letting you know, man. DiCaprio probably paying. <laughs> just letting you know. DiCaprio probably, they already know. You, you might not know. I'm not going to say it because I'm just going to allege. But DiCaprio got long, though. And he ain't the one to be surprised about these girls. DiCaprio probably on his Charlie Sheen right now. Okay. DiCaprio ain't stupid. You think he's getting girls for free? You think DiCaprio's getting girls and the girls just walk off getting replaced? Nah. I don't think so. I think DiCaprio's probably smart enough to get these girls some money when they leave. Even if she didn't ask, she probably he probably be smart enough to still give them some money. Here's the deal. I know guys are like, this guy's, this guy's getting it for free. I don't think so. I think he probably pays. This is all alleged. This is, just a, this is just a speculation. Now, they probably lined up for him, though. They're probably still lined up for him. So it's not like he has to negotiate price. But he probably just like, here we go. Just take this. That's just, that's how I look at it. He spoils them. He, yes, he probably spoils them. They never have to worry about food and eat and dinner. They got a time frame, small window. They know the exit. They know when it's done, it's done. They, they be on the boat, by the way. They on the boat. He probably does what? Vets them out. I won't say hires them from, I'm, I'm just telling you, it's not a freebie. It's not a freebie. All right, there's definitely some bag drop, but it's going to be, it's just the way he can do it. It's going to be different. All right, but anyway, I'm sure they walk away with something. All right, uh, it's not just status anymore. All right, but I know we guys got to, we guys, all right. He says he's high profile. He has to pay facts. I mean, I know guys are always trying to, trying to uh, spoil my theory, but you guys don't really know how it works on the background. All right, you think he just gets a girl, brings them from there, and then she could just go willy-nilly around this mansion? How come you haven't seen any leaks of photos? How, how come you haven't seen, you know, him sleeping in the bed? I think he has this shit ironed out. I think he has it ironed out so everybody knows the rules before he engages. And he probably tells them. He probably got the, the non-disclosure agreement. He got the payment on there. You're going to get this. You're going to walk away with this. When it's over, don't say nothing. No tell-all books. Okay, men going to find out. All men pay. Y'all going to find out. All right, uh, what do we got here? Let's get on with these super chats. And I got how many stories? We got two more, three more things here. All right, he's doing it the right way. He's, he's keeping it. Let's get the outro. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? Indeed. I know, man. You know, I don't think anybody has it easy. I mean, that you like if you like the type of women he gets, for sure. Yeah, man. Shout out to Ghost J. The subtle red flag show. She's selling for life. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. He got no alligators. Yes, he's, I think he's figured it out. Like, 
I think he's like, no, nah, man. The girls know, man, how to play the rules. They know the game. All right, what do we got here? We got, let me see if I can say your name. Let me see if I can say your name. Shout out to Mingo. Showing love, coach. Keep it going. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Good to see you. Looks like a first-timer or at least a new account. Okay. All right, we got, uh, let's see here. One, two. Shout out to Macaroni Tony on Vimo. He says, also never sweat about having a six-pack in old age. Had a Juco tell me that I was not, that I was ripped. Not true, but also not a slob. Just stay remotely active. Indeed. Yeah, man. Don't think, don't think you got to have your body like tight and lean like these bird-chested ass ninjas on the internet. You know who you are. And CGA used to have them a little six-pack. All right, I ain't got all that, but I ain't heard one person complaining neither. All right, you don't have to be lean and ripped at an old age now if you are you're good but you don't need all that <laughs> you don't need all that ninjas got to be lean and ripped because they ain't got no money and they can't take a bitch out to dinner so you gotta have something so she got like okay i'll get you cowboy but when you old enough you be like six pack pff, you better take this two piece you better take this two piece in a biscuit in a dinner all right Somebody said, I'm buff, bro. This is all remnants from my past fitness era. You guys got to understand, I was a fitness trainer up until 2021, 2020. I haven't really worked out like crazy. All right, I've been just started working out like consistently in my home gym. And, um, dude, this is all, dude, I was like a nut, a workout-aholic two times a day, two times a day. All right, and I worked in the gym, so I was always constantly, all right, let me try a bench press real quick. All right, let me get a couple squats in. So I was all day in the gym, all day with weights, all day picking up weights for my clients. This is all remnants. <laughs> but I got like two abs right now, two abdominal muscles showing. Like two, I got like a shaded in. The, the, the next two is shaded in. All right. All right, it's shaded in. But um, I'm go gone are the days where I want to be extremely fit, all right? And I'm not disrespecting anybody that wants that. I kind of, you know, I think about it. I be in my gym. I have a nice home gym. I sit down on the bench. I look at all my equipment. I be like, perhaps I'll get in shape again. <laughs> I do about three or four exercises. I'll be like, that's all right. I'll work out three days a week, but I'm still mobile. I'm still active. I move around. I stand up. I don't, you know, the only time I sit down really is when I'm doing the show. I actually, when I'm at home, I stand up. I stand up to eat, <laughs> right? I be messing with the dog, all right, running around or do something with the dog, going on a walk, kicking the ball, throwing the tennis ball, all right? I literally just stand up the whole time, all right? I stand up, lean against the counter, eat food. So anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, man, I don't even like, I'd be like, I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to get lean and ripped. Never mind. <laughs> I'm going 50 years old. What I have, look, where I am fit, fitness wise, I'm ahead of like 95% of 50 year olds. 95. I'm 95% fit, more fit. I'm fitter than 95% of men. In my age group. That's where I want to be. 
All right, that's where I want to be. So I'm not lazy, but I'm like, I'm not about to go crazy. <laughs> I'm not about to go crazy. Meaning like, I'm not about to sit here and do two workouts a day. I used to do two workouts a day. I used to be doing there, sitting in there all day. And when I say two workouts, I'm talking about two 45-minute to an hour workouts. All right, but no more. I'm not going that far anymore. Um, I'll do... I'll do a couple a week, but yeah. Um, anyway, it's just crazy, but yeah, man, I love, I love being in my gym. I'll just go in there and just mess around and my mess around is probably harder workouts than most people's workouts, <laughs> right? My workouts messing around is probably harder than most people all work out in general. All right, but, you know, it's all kind of a mindset. So when I'm explaining, it sounds weird. It sounds like I don't do anything. But what I do is probably more than the average American. What I do is probably the, probably more than the average American. And this is, by the way, all you have to look at me, just look at me and look at the average man in my age group. I'm, I'm rocking out. I'm killing 95% of men in my age group. I mean, it ain't even close. <laughs> it ain't even close. It's not even close, all right? And I'm doing not that much considerably in my, from my experience. I mean, I used to play basketball every day. I used to be, play tennis. I used to golf. I mean, I used to do, I used to just be active all the day, all the time. I'm way, I'm, I'm not even like that anymore. So, um, but the, the life I lived, I'm, I'm beating 95% of people. <laughs> so it's like, it might sound like I'm saying I'm lazy, but it's not even true. It's not even close. All right, anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, but the, the idea that I'm going to try to be a fitness competitor and be in my fitness trainer shape, I don't think I'm doing that. Unless I need to go get a job. Like, if I need to go get a job, I'm going to be like, oh, shit. I need clients. I'm going to be in there <laughs> crying. Crying. Uh, anyway. And as you can see, you know what I mean? Like, I'm good. Look at these shoulders, man. Look at these traps, please. All right, anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, shout out to uh, Y says, Coach, last year I took a trip to Mexico City. I ran into a member of the coach gang outside of one of the cathedrals. He talked to me about his escapades with the local gorditas. Oh, yeah. And we sniggled and got tacos after her coach gang is worldwide. New, 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 new world order. All right, shout out to you. Shout out to you and your brothers that you're meeting down there. Coach gang is international. Coach gang is international. By the way, my fitness level was probably better than most young men too. If you just took men in general, just took that, just took men at random. My fitness level, my physique, my cardio could improve. I was jumping rope today. I jump rope in the house. Um, so I skip rope maybe every other day. Um, I have a mat that I put in my house. I jump rope. And so my fitness level is probably better than half. I'm at probably at the half, halfway mark, and I'm damn near 50. Most men don't do shit in terms of fitness at all. None. I'm doing way more than them. All right, so it's, it's crazy. However, it's not my, I wouldn't say it's my biggest selling point. I don't know. 
All right, what do we got here? So, man, look, stay active. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going. I don't think I'm going all out anymore. I'm not going to go sell out. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? But also genetics helps too. Genetics help too. I've definitely got good genetics on my side. All right, so, but uh, you definitely want to stay active. And then you want to get your testing done too. Get your blood test. Get your, get your colonoscopy. Get your heart checked. Check your heart. All right, always be checking your stuff. Anyway. Everything feels better when you in shape. All right, yeah. All right, shout out to Shah X. Love the blue chip stream this morning. Black men, listen. Never be a cleanup man for the community. You don't owe these bitches anything. Work on yourself and let the community burn. Let it burn. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. Let it burn. All right. Yeah, man, you don't owe it anything. Uh, a lot of people will use that. Uh, you owe us and you need the help. No, I don't. <laughs> hey, brother. How they get you in there? Hey, brother. What are you doing? I see you out on YouTube. I see you out here at the junior college. I see you out here in the 9-11. But what is you doing for the community? Are you giving back? See, you ain't nothing out here to you giving back to the community. What is this, extortion? This the extortion shit? Yeah, brother. We gonna tell everybody you ain't giving back. I'm giving back. All right, if you know anything about the blue chip, all right, I got a video coming out that I'm going to start putting out on the Notorious channel, uh, more like blue chips uh, videos. Okay, I just actually made one and ed- I'm editing it tonight. But you don't know. People who actually make money actually support the economy more than these people who give back, right? Giving back often means giving back, paying an extortion to the community mafia. And then these suckers... Because you just give it to somebody and they'll say, I'll distribute it evenly amongst the people and I'll buy loaves of bread and, 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 get, and buckets of cheese and I'll buy extra sunflower seeds for everybody. And then this jackass steals 70 to 80 <laughs> percent. They steal 70 to 80 percent of the money. The money disappears. It's never reported. It never gets distributed. They distribute it 20. They hand out turkeys, rotten turkeys to the public. I know how this works. That is not giving back. That's just an extortion fee for the mafia, the black mafia out there. That's all that is. All right, and it's mostly a politician, a gangster, or a reverend. All they're going to do is just steal it. And by the way, I worked at a black college. That's what they do, (laughs) right? And it's on record, by the way, of them doing this. Look at Grambling State and shit like that. The top guys, the, these guys, these uh, presidents and the executive vice presidents, they just steal the money. All right, so uh, that's not giving back. All right, Black Lives Matter even stole the money. Black Lives Matter even stole the money. I don't see how you don't see it. All right, BLM did the same thing. So you give, give, give. Hey, brother, give, give, give. And they just run off with the money. I mean, it's just simple. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> All right, but. But what I do is, and what I want you guys to understand, especially black men that get that guilt trip, this is how you give back. You actually become, see, there's a, there's a pro-black in here, but he can say all he want. All right? I've, been, I've lived more life than you. Um, and you saw, you saw Black Lives Matter run off with 90 million. All right? So it's, this is how they do it. This is how you give back. 
you actually earn income. You stay there. You dig. You dig. You know. You put your head down. You earn income. Then you're able to hire people with the discretionary income. Discretionary, disposable. By the way, I talked about this on the money mindset. The difference between disposable income and discretionary. In fact, people who earn six figures more than likely with their discretionary income, they probably support three families, at least three families. Let me say this again. People that make six figures probably support three families, meaning that portions of your income People that do services for you depend on your money to make it month to month. That is giving back. And people do not count that. I don't understand. But that is giving back where you have families depending on you. Let me give you an example. Massage therapists, chiropractors, personal trainers, maids, um, people that do uh, dog walking services, um, uh, uh, mechanics and people who do wash your cars. You create jobs that if you stopped giving them their money, they don't have a way to make it through the month, meaning that they depend on the money you give them so they can distribute that money to their family. Like if you said, you know what? Um, I'm short on money. I can't pay you this month. They would be screwed. Do you understand? They wouldn't be able to make it through their month because they were dependent on your month income. They were dependent on what you give them to make it through the month. Okay. Juco. (laughs) Juco. The Juco too. Because you have access to things. These are the things that people do. You end up because you're you're making a money. You don't have time to do it yourself. So you end up supporting people to help you do it. Landscapers, security guards. Right? Anything that you do in terms of anything that you do in terms of like, you know, like tax uh, people that do your taxes. Attorneys. Attorneys, JUCO, because you're so busy doing your due diligence and making your money to support your family, you don't have time. People be like, just go to the Home Depot and then go to your garage. You don't have time for that. So you go find Jose. Jose, man, can you go ahead and put this screen door on? Thank you. And you don't have to think about it. Jose be like, oh, cool. I'm going to get a good tip. <laughs> Psychologists, it's, it, doctors, you're supporting families. Because you're busy doing what you're supposed to do. So giving back is a, is a myth that, that, that they put on rich people. When, when people get money, they'll say, oh, he ain't giving back. But, but he is. <laughs> he is giving back. Subcontractors, a whole bunch of everybody. People doing remodeling jobs at his house. Them people supporting their family. So you got to think. You got to think differently about this give back. In fact, it is better for the economy to give back to people who are actually producing something as opposed to people who are going to steal 70% of the money, give it to people who ain't doing shit. Anyway, yeah, he says that's the basic. 
What? He said, that's the basic economic system. You can't claim that. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm here for Wednesday. He said, you can't claim that. But people who don't have the resources don't give that back. Huh? But when you make $40,000, guess what you do? You don't hire anybody. You do all the work yourself. So if that's the basic economic system, then as a result, who's the jackass? It's the people who don't have money. They neither give back and they neither help the economy. <laughs> so the people who make forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, they're the freeloaders, according to you. They don't do shit. They just go out there and consume, consume, consume. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my lord. So the economic system depends on producers. And the consumers don't give shit back. <laughs> Any man, my lord, my lord, ninjas be emotional. This broke ninjas are funny, aren't they? Broke ninjas are funny. <laughs> broke ninjas is always poor. Ninjas is always out here crying. All right, they always out here. Help me, help me, help. You need to give me help. Pro blacks out here, goddamn leeches. These leeches, man. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get back to the show. Communist, socialist, Marxist leeches in here trying to argue me about economics. <laughs> These Marxist, communist, socialist leeches want to cry about who helping them and not. As they're floundering out here, they know so much. Good luck in your retirement. Damn mooches. All right, unbelievable. Unbelievable. He don't want the economy to flow at all. Let's continue. <laughs> all right. That must have been a woman, too. That must have been a woman. We don't need jobs, I see. We don't need jobs. All right. Here we go. Let's get into this one right here. I thought I had I thought I had my banner set up. But uh let me see what I have up here. Man exposes fiance at a party. All right, man exposes fiance at a party. Let's take a look at what happened here. It says right here, Italiano, Italiano high society in shock. As millionaire banker throws ultra exclusive engagement party at a villa at a Turin villa only to make accusations against fiance in his speech. All right. Interesting here. All right. Interesting here. All right. Pro blacks is in here trying today. Pro blacks is in here trying. All right. He says, I got white man. Oh yeah. I got that white man knowledge, man. No, 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 no. We got that green man knowledge. And by the way, the white man is not your enemy. I, 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 I don't, man, boy. The white man's not your enemy. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Pro blacks are funny. Here it is right here. Italiano. Italiano fiance gets exposed for cheating. Here we go right here. 
It says right here, Italian high society has been left reeling after a millionaire banker. That's your enemy, Ninja. New, 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 new world order. That's your enemy. But y'all ninja still thinking about race. That tells me you're on the lower rung of society. All right. It says millionaire banker accuses his bride of cheating on him in his speech at a lavish engagement party. What is his name? Massimino Sagari, age 64. Why do you have a fiance at that age? Why do you have a fiance at that age? Gathered a distinguished guest at his mansion in Turin. Mansion. Right here to celebrate his upcoming nuptials to entrepreneur and politician, Christina Samandi, age 47. But instead of loving words usually addressed to the bride-to-be, Massimino accused his future wife of cheating to the shock of the Turinese society before declaring the relationship over. All right. Over a lavish banquet, he said, I want to give Christine the freedom to love, specifically to love another person, a notable lawyer who she clearly cares about more than me. Wow. (laughs) Damn. Dear Christina, I know how much you are in love with him mentally and sexually, he added. And I know that before him, you had a before him, you had a relationship with an industrial Acquaintance. Wow. (laughs) Jesus. It says right here, stunned, Christina looked around the room at some 150 guests for support as as her fiancé shared photos of her with another man. Damn. All right. Wow. (laughs) She out here. We got the video, by the way. We got the video. And by the way, Black folks, I wish you would understand. Bankers and lawyers, you worried about the white folks. That's who you need to worry about, most likely. I'm not going to say. But you got your sights set on the wrong people, more than likely. But I'm just trying to help. It says right here, and I know that before you had a relationship, stunned, Christina looked around for support. Quote, don't think it pleases me to look like a cuckold in front of all of you. Masamino tells his friends, clearly devastated by his partner's alleged betrayal as the party falls silent. Christina is so good at telling her truths that I couldn't leave her alone to narrate the reason why I ended our life together tonight. It's a banal story of infidelity, even premarital. I am so disappointed. He said, I am heartbroken. God dang. (laughs) He was like, yo, there's the photos right here. We do have video. We do have video. But this is what happens when you're 60s and you're 60s trying to marry a 40-year-old gold digger. All right, so here it is right here. Uh, Where's the video? He then wishes her well before telling her to go to uh, Mykonos with her lover as the holiday prepare, uh, perhaps the honeymoon is already paid for. He was like, gone, already paid for it. It says right here, after his speech was over, the lights dim and Massimino left the stage. Italian media, Italiano, reported that guests were annoyed at being used as part of the show. Wow. So they're mad at him. Stunned, they stared at, they stared on in silence, unsure what to think. So they're mad at him. They're mad 
that he put the party together to expose her. Since the engagement party, a video taken by one of the guests has gone viral, resulting in Christina becoming the subject of death threats online. In a letter to the director of Zano Bianca TV News Program, A, Christina said Massimino had committed an act of psychological violence and had um, meticulously planned his revenge. Wow. She added that she had a valuable sapphire ring given to her by Masomino's mother to mark their engagement, which had mysteriously disappeared 15 days before the party. Speaking to the Times, Christina's advisor said she has taken legal actions for reputational damage against her former fiancé. Wow. As you can see, even when you end it, and even when you end it and you were doing wrong, they don't have guilt. They don't sympathize. They don't feel bad for you, and then they don't. They don't want to correct it with the right means to correct it. So instead of going, you know what? I got caught. She wants to sue for, what did she say? She wants to sue for psychological violence. They will make shit up all the time. It says right here, she has suffered very serious attacks on social media and threats from Italiano citizens. It has been traumatic. There she is right there, Ninja. And he tried to save this B.I. She tried to save her. All right, there you go. And yes, no matter what country either, a country doesn't matter. Her lawyer, I'm not reading all of this, but she's out here playing the victim. So let's do this. She's playing the victim quite a bit. Someone, let me find the video. And the video is in Italiano, and none of you ninjas can speak more than one language, can barely speak English, so I don't expect you to be able to understand it. All right, but that's neither here nor there. Yes, I'm trying to piss off the pro-blacks intentionally. All right, because they think they got smoke, but they're on the lower rung of society on a constant basis, and I'm trying to help. But they don't want to listen. <laughs> right? I don't know what to tell you. Where's the video? Hold on for a second. I'm trying to find the video. Where's the video? Uh, there was a video somewhere. Okay, is this the video? I might have to refresh it. <sighs> Let's see here. Let me see where's the video. Oh, come on, man. I thought I had the video up. Where's the video at? Okay, there's only the pictures. All right, yeah. When the moon meets the sky like a big pizza pie. That's Amore. Oh, man, I can't find the video. They had the video. I had it all set up. All right, hold on for a second. Is this the video? This is not the video. <laughs> All right, here we go. Oh, man, I can't find the video. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go look it up here because, um, because the video was here set up, but it must have been, they must have they reeled it across and I missed it. Let's see here, video. Uh, let's see if I can find the video. Here it is right here. Okay. All right, she got a flat back. She got her flat backs out for sure. <laughs> uh, she had it taken down. She probably did, fam. She was like, man, she out here working overtime on the internet. Because it was set up here. Okay, I found it. Okay, here we go right here. Let me see here. As soon as I play it. Uh, there, oh, you can see it. 
All right, here we go right here. Come sai, tutto pagato così come è pagato il viaggio in Vietnam anche con tua figlia, una splendida e seria ragazza che davvero mi dispiace di essere toccata da questa situazione. Ti confermo la mia stima lavorativa. Se vorrai al tuo ritorno potremo valutare come proseguire una collaborazione professionale. Oh, hold on for a second. This sounds like Mario. Right? Shout out to David with an AY. It's a Mario. What is this ninja talking about, fam? All right, anyway. <laughs> come sai, tutto pagato, così come pagato il viaggio in Vietnam, anche con tua figlia, una splendida e seria ragazza. Potremmo valutare come proseguire una collaborazione professionale. Invece la nostra storia insieme finisce stasera. Ti auguro di essere felice col tuo nuovo compagno e di continuare a brillare nella vita come hai fatto in questi anni uh oh my drop he was like yeah he was like bitch <laughs> oh my goodness he was like you'd be alright anyway I don't know how to say it in italiano Oh, he was like, yeah, bitch. Oh, he said the Reverend X at the end. I know he did. He was like, I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next All right, that's what he said at the end. Let's see what she had to say. She's standing there stunned. Look at her. Oh, man. Uh, there she is. Uh, her flatbacks is out right here. Hold on for a second. There she is right there. Oh, Lord have mercy. Ratatouille. She looking like ratatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
This is something that a lot of people don't discuss. We obviously discuss many, many red flags. You know, and they're somewhat obvious and repetitive in this space. Shout out to How to Life. I don't know if he got this from someone specifically. He could have got it from one of my rival content creators. But he posted it, and we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. Subtle red flags of women. Ladies, are you listening? Let's get to 1,000 likes. Before we do this, let's get to 1,000 likes. All right, because this is what people are waiting for. But, you know, my audience has uh, dropped a little bit because, you know, I'm, you know, they don't like me talking about themselves and describing them. I can only tell the truth. But let's get 200 likes real quick. And as we're doing that, I'll go ahead and do the super chats. All right, because we need the 200 likes. I really need them. I need them. I need them. I need them. All right, what do we got here? Uh, Shot X, I got it. Senior Oro. How the economy is hurting and people sending this regular lingling money on TikTok live doing prawn in the gym, sending the asteroid. Shout out to the coach gang. That's how it works, unfortunately, man. Ninjas still going to be desperate. Ninjas will spend their last dollar, not just black ninjas, ninjas in general. Men will spend their last dollar on a skeezer. Clint Eastwood with the co-sponsorship. He says, a slice of the pie. I had good fortune this week. Enjoy and invest it well. Shout out to you. Man, invest, invest, invest. I'm in my investment stage right now. Thank you, sir. Congratulations for what you're doing. JC went to my master down's house and saw an empty family-sized lasagna box in the garage. Now I'm no rocket scientist, but either she eaten or she cheating. Sad day. Oh, oh man. Catfish says, Coach, you don't have no competition. I know, man. It's getting to that point where I'm realizing that. The only competition is myself, and I wish everybody felt this way about themselves. Uh, but uh, in order to actually use female hypergamy against them, one of the things you have to understand is you have to distinguish yourself from the normies. It's very difficult to compete with me. The only competition is YouTube holding me back. Holding me back, Ninja. They trying to hold me back. All right, but it's all right. Shout out to Bob Southie says, today's neo-socialists, today's neo-socialists are smarter than their ancestors Instead of outright takeovers, they are achieving much the same goal through rigid regulations. That's a quote from Steve Jobs, indeed. All right, they regulate, and they use a lot of guilt, right? Give us the money. So they create the laws. Give poor people money. I'm a definitely, I'm a staunch economist, meaning that, you know, and uh, uh, most economies will work if people contribute to the economy. And they have to contribute both through labor and also taking their labor and, and, and supporting others who provide labor for them, right? That's, that's the basics of economy. That's the basis of giving back. That's, that's how it works. But when people, of course, we want to take care of the disadvantaged, not the poor, the disadvantaged. Thus, the disadvantaged are people who cannot support themselves. This tends to be children and the elderly. Those are the primary people who need to be taken care of. The able-bodied, on the other hand, 
is somewhat of a sticky subject matter to me. This is a blue chip. The able-bodied are a sticky subject to me. Thus, if they make choices that makes them disadvantaged, well, then they're not disadvantaged. They just made bad choices. Thus, they don't take precedent or priority for assistance. If they've been disadvantaged and disenfranchised through legacy, then corrections should be made, but there is a chance that they've made dumbass decisions too. That's further disenfranchised them either through poor behavior, raising, rearing, and or environment. This is my statement. The priority for the, the people who cannot support themselves goes as such. Children, elderly, those people should get the first, then military. Those people should get priority, even possibly over the elderly, but yes, we have to have a heart. The military, people who contributed sacrifice and risk, even though politically they might not agree on the things that they do, they still took the risk. Following that is going to be assholes, crackheads, uh, people who are lazy, um, beneath that, dope fiends, uh, people who have vices. These people get a low priority on the help system, thus their able body must be in the form of labor and they must contribute something to the cause. <laughs> so don't get me. Don't try to guilt me, Ninja, when I got babies to feed and I got grannies out here that need to eat. <laughs> then we have military people who have definitely been bamboozled a lot of times, who definitely don't get the best treatment. These people need assistance. But people who procreate without thought, people who complain to sit around and get fat, people who smoke dope, and people out here, these people get no priority for me. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't give a shit about them when it comes to priority. They're on the low rung. If you're able-bodied, you need to contribute. Thus, once you get paid, you must be able to support people who contribute to you. This is the basis. Minorities, there's going to be problematic arguments as to who's entitled to what and why you didn't get it. And it's, it's a little convoluted and complicated, I understand. But if you actually knew the truth, you would figure out why you were not getting what you're supposed to get because you're probably the indigenous people. Thus, thus they would have to admit you're the original man. You were indigenous to this land. Thus, you were not transported through the transatlantic slave system. And you were actually your land was taken from you and your entitlement comes from whatever the Native Americans received. Thus, plus, you probably would have to be put on some sort of reservation and shit like that. It's a really complicated story. So what truth do you want? Do you want to be the indigenous people entitled to the rights of the Native American? Or do you want to be part of the transatlantic slaves that nobody can really validate this story to be 100% truthful and factual? In fact, you cannot find any remains of many of these ships that have so-called transported the original man from this land to this land. In fact, you have been, been bamboozled many, many times, but we need some people instead of Reverend Jesse Jackson and Je Al Sharpton becoming rich off of your story. 
perhaps we might have to get some people in here to get the actual factuals. But it's difficult, you know, but it ain't up for me. It ain't up for me to decide. Thus, I have to give to the children and the grannies. <laughs> anyway, but what's it going to be, Ninja? But look. All right, what's it going to be? All right, anyway, yeah, if you if you part of the indigenous tribes and you want your tribal money, take your ass to Arizona where it's 120 degrees and get your ass on a reservation and be with the res girls. Um, Anyway, <laughs> we still don't have 100. We still don't have 1,000 likes, so I'm going to still continue to bash people. Just this is comedy, though. This is comedy, though. This is comedy. Because Granny out here saying she got that wet wet. Hold on for a second. Granny out here has got that wet wet. We need to support Granny out here. Look, listen. Stop looking, listen. My pussy does not ever stink. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, now, it don't. People asking me what I'm doing. Have you hit the like button? If you hit the like button, I shall continue. My pussy does not ever stink. Yeah, man, listen. We got these people to support. You know, these grannies need supporting. <laughs> we almost had a thousand likes. You know, these people need support. What am I going to do? They can't work. Like, you guys got to understand. I think economically, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. How many people that are able body actually can support themselves? Think about this. We're almost at a thousand likes. Thank you. You see what happens? See what happens? I start threatening you with talking about politics and race and you quickly like, hey, if you think about ideas that, 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 that if you think about the people who actually um, take the most of our resources, it's that, like, I think it's almost a third of our population cannot actually support themselves. And this ain't even the leeches and the parasites and the poor and the mentally disabled. This is literally children and elderly. This is children and elderly. How, mu how much does that make up of our population? A third? That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. Babies, children, people under the age of 12, 16 is the working age. So you have all of these people, and then you keep bumping up the age of children like crazy. Well, you're young when you're 16, and you should have fun in your 20s. No, you should be taking your monkey ass to work. All right, so... If we got all these 20-year-old and below's not working and contributing, if we have all of these people over 65 and up aren't contributing, that's a third of the population. Those people need access to resources. Primo, first. Those are the first people that need to eat. That's the first people who need to get money. Then the military's next. Everybody else, boo-hoo, ninja. <laughs> if you got two hands and two feet and five fingers and five toes, ninja, get your monkey ass to work. <laughs> I ain't got no shit. And, and, and if you're disabled mentally, disabled, people are disabled physically, then the mental disabled, and you want to give me a sob story about your bullshit tragedy, man, please. Please. Man, we got like a fourth, we got like one third of the country that needs support primo. Man, please. <laughs> right, anyway. Take your monkey ass to work. <laughs> right, anyway. These goddamn leeches out here. It's ridiculous. Then women got their hand out panhandling. 
Where are we at here? Yeah, tell them to sign up for the military. Shout out to Rational Rationality says, Coach, I hit grandmas in your like button. Shout out to you. Price is wrong. Okay, I'm with it. Let's get back to the show. Let's get back to the show. What are we doing? I have no idea because we're going crazy tonight. It's the evening show. Hey, here it is. I'm the great Coach Alini. This is why they call me Coach Alini, by the way. All right, subtle red flags. Subtle red flags. Let's get to it. Shout out to our brother, How to Life. He's giving us the subtle red flags. Have you heard of any of these red flags? We have a chart right here. And I'm going to give it to you here. I'm not going to, I'll just flash the chart up, but I'm going to give you an example of the subtle red flags. And the first red flag that he's presented to us that all men should watch out for is the high arching eyebrow. The high arching eyebrow. Let's go ahead and take a picture of it. There it is right there. I noticed this quite a lot. In fact, this high arching eyebrow is basically the um the basically the the uh the resting bitch face is actually the key feature of the resting bitch face. The key feature of the resting bitch face. Now, women will go in here and they will either paint this on, they would actually extend their eyebrow with a little eye pencil. They will actually go in and request the high arching eyebrow. For some reason, this gives them a pious appearance, an appearance of importance. It helps to not let the eyelids drop and it might they might feel like they keep a young appearance, but the high arching eyebrow is a red flag. It's a subtle red flag. It is similar to it is similar to the high ponytail. I don't know if you guys know that women, and especially women that can put their hair in updos, the updos are said to be subtle um, hints at characteristics, right? And we have to understand that what we do, like for instance, let's just take it off of women and think of men. Men wear hairstyles to reflect their characteristic, their mindset. For instance, what are those things called with those dudes in Miami? I can't remember what it's called, but they wear those, which looks like dreadlocks. They might call them pegs or I can't remember what they call them. But men who wear those reflect a certain mindset. They're kind of trying to show a certain message. Men who wear ball heads show a certain message. Men who wear the homie the clown hairdo. Men who have their hair short, hair long. They're saying something about themselves. Women do this as well, wearing a low ponytail, high ponytail, a bun, a messy bun. They're trying to communicate uh, wicks. Thank you, brother, wicks. It's called wicks, where they kind of have like six or seven of these. You know, I don't know if it's real or not, but they call them wicks. Miami, uh, Miami Gardens, probably commonly seen there. But um, the high arching eyebrow. Let me give you the characteristics of the high arching eyebrow as it is a subtle red flag. The eyebrow arch, usually artificial. It's not a natural arch. It's not natural at all. It's almost not even close to being natural. The bigger the arch, the more attitude scheming that'll come and everything is a discussion. All right, let me go ahead and flash the high arching eyebrow up so you can see it. Worn by women of all races, but this is like a power 
arch. It's not natural at all. Now, it does follow the natural ridge line of the skull. As you can see, most people have a sloping forehead, you Neanderthals. So what it does is it follows the ridge line of the skull, which basically means the forehead right here. Most people have a big ridge line and they look like Neanderthals, but people will say they look striking, right? They'll have a, they have a sharp chin, sloping eyebrow. Most times men are credited with being uh, dark, tall, dark, and handsome. They'll have this forehead ridge line right here. And if the eyebrow follows that, they look more, they look more um, masculine, tend to be. Ninjas that have recessed chin, less sharp jaws, no ridge line on the forehead, tend to, less, to look less masculine. In fact, Andrew Tate, other than the recessed chin, which he has a severe recessed chin, he does have the Neanderthalish masculine um, uh, ridge line on the forehead, which does make him look more like, oh, Right, it's that's definitely what it is here. Um, this is right here the high arch. This is an attitude woman. This is a problem. These women are gonna be problem childs right here. This is gonna be problem child, and this is a good. This, you you can see how she's demonstrating here the high arch. Now the funny thing is for people who don't know that uh, get their you know, you've never had your eyelash, uh, eyebrows arched or, or done. You never had any work. Many times you don't, you can't feel that your eyebrows are arched. You probably know it. So your facial expressions are going to result. You don't really, this is a subconscious act, right? So she doesn't know. She, she doesn't, oh, she's not 100% aware that her eyebrows are arched. However, she may be unaware of what her face communicates because we communicate we communicate non-verbally much of our communication is non-verbal this is why these subtle red flags are important like we communicate through body language we communicate through facial expressions we communicate through gestures no no stop come here eyes we communicate with 150 plus facial muscles now, when you add the eyebrow arch, that does make the woman seem a little bit weird. It makes her seem mad. It makes her seem angry. Perhaps angry black woman syndrome, right? Why do black women look angry? Combine that with the non-neotinous features that seem to be strong. We tend to have strong features. On females, they look very strong. Then if you look angry with the high eyebrow arch, then you probably, through your nonverbal communication, are communicating things that you might not intend. You might not intend. You might look miserable. You might, might look mean. You might look sad, angry, aggressive. It's just, we just don't know. You look unapproachable. You look not happy. But, of course, people don't realize this, and they don't realize that our communication, though we don't say a word, often does communicate through, you know, choices we make in style, appearance, and, um, you, know, it, it, you know, with makeup and stuff and hairstyles and designs, right? We communicate ex extensively. Like, for instance, if I'm walking down the street and a woman's walking down the street and she crosses the street, she said a whole bunch. She, had, she said a whole bunch without saying anything. So you don't know, you don't have to hear words. Now, what did she say? I don't know, but she said a lot. She might not have felt safe. 
She might have thought um, I might have hit on her. She might felt threatened. Uh, you never know what she what she said, but she said something. And thus, women can use these. Although they're thinking this for beauty, they're also using they're also using nonverbal verbal communication that they might be a bitch, right? She might want to intend to do that, and I know people don't understand this. Let me see something here. Um, let me see here. Here, let me see here. I've showed this before. Uh, let's see here. Uh, for instance, yeah, this is this is interesting. Uh, this one doesn't have a chart, but you know, women might not understand the communication. Although I'm, I'm actually convinced that they do understand this. But a woman's hairstyle can communicate a lot. Unfortunately, sometimes if they're young, immature, or they want plausible deniability. They're, they might say they didn't intend to communicate that with their hair. But let me give you an example. We did a story on pigtail braids. Pigtail braids in which TikTok had a trend of young women who were servers and waitresses that said they got more tips because they wore pigtail braids. Now, they try to figure out why, but the reason why is men like younger women, all right? And pigtail braids is sometimes communicated as a sexual in a sexual way as to be young. Sometimes I have a young mind. Even if she's mature age, you still look young. Women that tend to wear braids, look they tend to be younger. All right? And men are attracted to younger women. I don't give a shit what you want to say. Now, there could be some even further things that even makes it worse, but this is true. Okay? And sometimes it's a sexual connotation related to this. In fact, people who role play... People who role play, women will wear their hair in pigtails intentionally. It is what it is. All right. It is what it is. But it is what it's a feminine look. In fact, the Nordic, I know black people think they made up braids, but Nordic, Swedish, women from the mountains, the Caucasus Mountains, the barbarian women's, these women tend to wear their hair in braids like that. Continuing. What your ponytail style says about you. What your ponytail style says about you. This is from a female magazine. High ponytail. What does that say about you? You're probably a bit high maintenance, but in the best way possible. You're a total glam girl. You don't care who knows it. The ponytail isn't super easy to get right the first time, blah, 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 blah. Beyonce is your style icon. Beyonce tends to wear a high ponytail. And she has worn pigtail braids. But Beyonce wears a high ponytail, a.k.a. Beyonce seen as a feminist, fierce individual. It's, you'll be hard-pressed to find Beyonce in a low ponytail. This is intentional, sometimes conscious and sometimes subconscious, but these things mean things. Please, please understand, this is not unintentional. A woman doesn't make up, wake up and not do this with intentional. A mid-ponytail. What does that mean? The mid-ponytail is a classic look. Very much a um, Audrey Hepburn mid-ponytail. Audrey Hepburn mid-ponytail. You prefer a chic wardrobe, more fashionista. 
consisting of comfortable tees and jeans. Sarah Highland is here. You feel pretty confident in your favorite hairstyle. And it's, mo- it's mainly feminine. This is a power dominant high ponytail. This is a more feminine mid ponytail. The messy ponytail. And then you have the half up pony. The low ponytail. Low ponytail reserved for cool girls everywhere. It's a laid back but still polished. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. People think that these things don't mean anything, but they communicate a lot. So the high arching eyebrow, ponytail, women are communicating a lot. And sometimes you might feel intimidated by approaching a woman based on some of these subtle features. Right? Let's say she's walking fast, like she looks like she's exercising or she's and she has headphones, high ponytail, high arch. Most men are probably going to be like, mm, never mind. Now, if the woman's walking slow, no headphones, she doesn't have a high arch, and she has a mid to low ponytail, you'll probably be like, she looks approachable, (laughs) right? It's kind of how it works, and people don't understand these subtle, subtle things that are happening. In fact, Anna Kornikova wore a, intentionally through her mother, her mother did this, if you missed the stream where I talked about mothers selling their daughters, Anna Kornikova wore a what? High braided ponytail. And she was considered, although at the time 16, a what? Sex symbol. Just to give you a demonstration, she not only conquered the, and by the way, her mother intentionally did that. She was her manager. That was an intentional hairstyle. It was intentionally done. We actually learned this on my stream. This was not an accident. This was intentional to be able to say, hi, look at me right there. High braid, high ponytail braid, intentionally done. There's no coincidences out here. There's no coincidences. All right, um, here we go right here. Let's go on somebody. Uh, let's see here what we got here. Let's, let's go to the next one. Let's go to the next one. Subtle red flags. Number two, wide eyes, wide eyes. All right, so let's go to the wide eyes, women who have wide eyes. Now, remember, when you see this, you should automatically think, oh, boy, there it is right there, red flags. Wide eyes. (laughs) And and what's her name? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I always mess her Always mess her name up. Wide eyes. This one, you should not ever underestimate. Sometimes she could be lit up like a whole goddamn Christmas tree. All right? So wide eyes, dilated pupils and shit, you might want to run. Wide eyes. What does the wide eye communicate? What does the wide eye communicate? Typically, I anxious or bipolar woman or person. Anxious or bipolar or lit up like a Christmas tree. She might be on medication. Eyes widen at random times when they talk. Head bobs a bit too, and it is always tilted. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and go to our evidence. Tilted head, wide eyes, anxious, very anxious. She's a very anxious person. Self-esteem. She certainly 
could be characterized as maybe having bipolar um, moments. She tries to appear smart, right? There's a whole bunch of stuff going on here. And also, the bigger the hoop, the bigger the hoe is going on as well. All right. And as we know, we probably can insinuate some things here. All right. So there's a lot going on here. But the wide eyes, sometimes they can't help it. Sometimes they just have googly eyes. Googly eyes. You know, Australians tend to have googly eyes like Muppet eyes. Yeah, I'll be going in on everybody. All right. Australians tend to have googly Muppet type eyes. She has more like a um a uh doll eyes, like a doll. Like it like if you drew a characteristic, a caricature of a person, she looks like a caricature. Um, like if you were at Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm or Six Flags and you told the man to draw you as a caricature, you probably would come up with this. Like big eyes, too big, the nose small, and the lips like like puckered. Like like she looks like a caricature drawing. <laughs> but it also, also gives you indications of she kind of skittish. You know what I mean? She kind of all over the place. And this is an example. Maybe, you know, biologically she just has these natural eyes. But she does have the personality to go with it. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. What are we doing here? What's the next one? Uh, the fake smile. The fake smile. All right. So um, the fake smile is a big one, guys. The fake smile. Let's go ahead and give you an example of the fake smile woman. Let me see that I take it down. I had one up. What's happened here? I have one here. Okay, that's that's uh, Cortezio, Cortez. All right, the fake smile. Uh, the fake smile is a dangerous one, gentlemen. You want to avoid the fake smile, Chica. Chica, Chica, Chica. Uh, where is it at? I almost got, oh, this one right here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, gentlemen, this one right here. This one right here. The fake smile. Now, what this is, this is a manipulation of the facial muscles. Okay, men, I don't know if men do this quite often. This is typically a manipulation tactic done by women. Although I just can't think of many times a man would use this to his advantage. But this fake smile can be used in many instances. It can be used to communicate that she's smarter than you and you're dumb. And she can do it in a snarky way. Typically white women are snarky where they'll say something rude and demeaning and they'll belittle you and they'll top it off with a fake smile. All right, so that is one way the manipulation tactic is used. That they're, they're, they're very much demeaning like that and snarky. So they'll demean you, say something, but then say I'm smiling, so as to mean it wasn't done in a mean way. Also, this could be used to say I don't feel safe around you but I'm not going to uh, go all out to be pleasant. So she's part, she's imparting a fake greeting to you as a means to say, hi, I'm safe and I believe you to be safe, but she's not. All right, so uh, the fake smile, this is typically uh, upper class white women do this. Upper class people do this. Typically, if their lips are very thin, they look like a puppet or a Muppet, 
Like her lips are somewhat a little bigger than normal for a Caucasus mountain dweller. All right. But for the most part, if her lips were thin, it would look really funny. It would look like Kermit the Frog. All right. But uh, what do we got here? Let me give you the real data here. Yeah, it's a passive aggressive technique, which, you know, this group of people here, this this genre of people are tough with passive aggressive. All right. They use passive aggressive just about everywhere. And so do they use sarcasm? So as the person, uh, the, the person pictured here, here would be sassy. Um, this would be a sassy person and an overly confident person. This person would be not sassy, but snarky, passive aggressive in using communications like this, where she'll say out of her mouth the words, but the face won't match. All right, the face won't match. And she will be snarky, sarcastic, somewhat mean, and even rude. And she will use the passive-aggressive smile to communicate that she's not a threat. All right, this is a big one. This is a big one. If you grew up in the suburbs or you date or married a wife, that one's huge. Oh, it says, like a mother-in-law, except you're going to pay behind closed door, usually try social media assassination. Yes. This is, I'm going to get you. This is, I'm going to tell on you. This is after I told on you, basically. All right. You think you got away with that, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fake smile. Mother-in-law smile. I hate your guts. Mm-hmm. Hi. Very weasel, snarky, sarky. Yeah, man. Uh, this is a very, very bad one here. And young women learn this in the suburbs early in life. I mean, they can't, they'll be two years old and can pull this one off. And they'll pull that off. They'll carry that off for a long time. The sassy, this is a red flag. When you see people use this, upper middle class people, upper class people use this one bad. I'm not racist. And they be looking like this. I, my parents marched with Martin Luther King. My parents would vote for Obama for the third term. Yeah, th- this is this is some... This right here are people you need to watch out for, backstabbing-ass people, two-faced-ass. Yeah, man. If you see an Asian woman doing this, if you see an Asian woman doing this, it only means one thing. They typically don't use this, but if they do, it means one thing. It means their teeth are jacked up. I mean, that's what it means. That means their teeth look like, hold on for a second. Let's go ahead and pull up. Let's see what we are looking at here. I'm giving you old guys the knowledge here. If you see her doing this, her teeth might look like this. So that's the only reason she might not crack a smile. She might not open her mouth to smile is that her teeth are messed up. And else, if you go to any culture, any country in Asia and she's smiling without teeth, it's because her teeth are messed up. It's not that she's passive aggressive, although she might still be. Most of the time, they'll cover their mouth. Black women will do this too, Whoopi Goldberg style. You know what I mean? Because they got them uh, purple ass, black ass gums. And so they don't want to, so they might cover their mouth. Am I, listen. I'm giving you guys hardcore knowledge here. This is third world stuff. They, they're, they're really insecure about their teeth, so they might 
they might sit there and smile without showing their mouth. And you're like, she's passive aggressive. Not really. She just needs some, she just needs some braces. She needs some braces. All right. So anyway, and she's insecure about her smile. All right. So the next one, the next one here, (laughs) come on, man. I haven't said anything wrong, meaning that I'm complete. Yeah, the Newport lips. Hey, I've been, I've, I've hitting y'all with knowledge here. The soft smile, the soft smile. All right, so we'll give you a picture of the soft smile. All right, these are subtle red flags. Take notes. Let me show you here. This is the soft smile. This woman almost looks like a doll. Okay. This one right here. This could mean a lot. This could mean a lot right here. The soft smile. This could be a lot, man. This could be seduction. She's trying to seduce you, which is dangerous to you. It could be dangerous. I have the soft smile. It could mean that she's planning something, plotting. It could mean a lot there. But see, you realize that you can smile with your bottom part of your face, but not the top part, right? In essence, the fake smile that we saw before, she's smiling with her eyes, but not her lips, This one's smiling with her lips, but not her eyes. So you got to watch this. This is because we have 150 plus facial features, facial muscles, and people learn to manipulate um, them so that you only get one thing and the other part of the face says another thing. For example, if I I can wink my eye, a lot of people can't, I can wink my eye. That means I've learned to manipulate the facial features over here and not over here. I I wink. A woman... People in general can smile with their lips, but not with their eyes. You know what I mean? So the other ones smile with their eyes and not their lips. This is a manipulation of the face, right? The manipulation of the muscles, right? And so in this case, this could be soul-sucking. Let's go ahead and see what the soft smile could mean. The soft smile. What is the soft smile? The soft smile, according to our guy, how to life. It says, always smiling softly because they're probably planning where to bury your body. Most dangerous because they hide it better. All right, there you go right there. All right, so let me show you now the soft smile again, and then we'll show you the entire picture so you can see how dangerous the soft smile is. Okay, here we go. There's the soft smile, but let's take a look at the entire picture. Take a look. The soft smile woman also has chopped somebody up. Okay. <laughs> Take a look. So the same soft smile that we can zoom in on, as you can see, once you get the entire picture, how does the soft smile look now? It's quite dangerous. It could be quite dangerous. In fact, people might not believe that she could do something like that, a.k.a. Jody Arias. Jody Arias probably could pull off the soft smile, and you would be like, she could never chop a ninja up, okay? She can never chop a ninja up. Yes, she can. Well, look at her soft smile. She's smiling. She did it with a smile, all right? The innocent smile, the, 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 ear, the, ear, the irresistible smile. All right, the next one, we have two more. The thousand... Cock stare, <laughs> right? So you've always heard this one already. We'll go ahead. All right. This one right here. This is according to How to, Li- How to Life on, 
on on um on locals. This one right here, right here, the thousand salami stare, the distant stare, the the deer in the headlights mostly the stare where it looks like they don't have life behind the eyes. Now there's two things happening here. One thing that she cannot help, which po- many people don't give credence and credibility to, but I'll give her a pass. Typically, people with gray, blue, or green eyes are going to look like this, especially if they're not smiling. This is one of the reasons why blondes get the dumb blonde uh, mythology, if you will. The dumb blonde typically will have lighter color eyes, thus will look like they're distant because their eyes, you can distinguish between the pupils and the uh, areola. Hold on for a second. It's not the areola. All right. You can distinguish between the iris and the pupil. I believe I got it right. Most people have in the world dark pupils, dark iris. You see what I mean? So you normally can't see that deeply into people's eyes. So she does that have that going on where the iris and the pupil separate and then you can see her distantly. You can look in distantly and it looks like she's somewhat staring uh, empty. (laughs) I said the areola. (laughs) So like like blue-eyed blonde women tend to have this look, even if they're kind of staring off into the distance, they look dumb. They look dead. They look kind of like, wow. You ever had that with a person with light color eyes like that? They often look like you can't tell what they're thinking. Now, that's their bailout. That's their bailout. Now. (laughs) I stare deep. Oh, by the way, do you know that the areola is designed like the eye? You guys don't know this. I'm giving you game. A lot of our anatomy has a matching anatomical area elsewhere. But the woman's breast and their areola and their nipple is like the eye. People don't know this. But if you look at it, a, if you look at the eye and then you look at a woman's breast, the areola and the nipple are essentially like the eye and the breast is like the white part of the eye. But look at it. It's, it's, a, it's a matching feature. In fact, the lips on your face for women, they have the matching lips below. That's why they call them the lips. These are two different regions of the body that share commonality. Common, commonality. I, people say take that L. I can prove this. I can prove this. This is in biology. This is biological. This is biological. I don't know if I can show it on YouTube, but that is biological. In fact, if you stare at a woman's breast, they look like eyes staring back at you. This is biological. This is not a joke. You can look this up. Look it up as you're doing it, because I can't, I can't show this on YouTube, but look it up. I see people aren't buying it. Look it up. Look it up on, you, look it up on your Google right now. Pull it up and see if I'm making it up. This is natural. This is a matching feature. Like the, when, when a person says lips, what lips are you talking about? A man can get in trouble after work. At work, if the woman says, hmm, my lips are dry. What are the guys going to say? What, which lips? 
It's true. But, but guys are guys don't understand. I know my shit. Somebody Google it. <laughs> so I said, I ain't buying it. Look it up. But people are completely lost. So w- these are two matching features, but two different regions. And thus, you can find, let me, let me show you something. I'm going to try to be as safe as I can on YouTube. I'm going to try to be as safe as I can on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's tough to be on YouTube and do this. What I'm saying is true. What I'm saying is true. But you guys are de- you de- guys are definitely don't don't realize this and how it plays into natural sexuality. All these things matter, fellas. All these things matter. In fact, what color can a woman put on her lips even to heighten this feature? They'll put red lipstick. I mean, I'm telling you, man, the shit is very subconscious. It's super subconscious. Right, but it's, it plays out all the time. She can heighten the sexuality to actually mimic the area, but people don't understand this. It's deeper than people know. And somehow, sometimes, the woman can inadvertently signal this when she doesn't, if she doesn't know this, if she's completely unaware of it. And not only that, there's even more to this. They'll plump the lips as to signal arousal Infertility. You guys are really lo- you guys are you guys are really lost. You guys need to study biology. By the way, I have 18 biology credits from college. Just so you know. Let me see here. I have 18 biology credits. I've taken a lot of biology classes. All right. Uh let's see here. I'm trying to find the right person. This is the right right photo. But they've taken a lot of photos to s- kind of simulate this. I just don't want to get in trouble on YouTube. Uh, anyway, hope, hope my screen's not sharing. But look it up. What I'm telling you is the God's honest biological truth. Guys, you guys have been here. We've only been here for a few decades. This world has been here way longer than you. You have no clue at what the Lord made. This is the day that the Lord has made. All right, here we go right here. No, no, that ain't it. I can't get the best picture. I'm trying to get the picture that I want, but I'm not getting it. All right, here we go. Watch this. Check this out. I'll try. This is as safe as I can get it. Watch this. Take a look at that. (laughs) Right. You see that picture? What is that? What does that look like? <laughs> All right. They do this on purpose. Everybody knows people that work in bi- psychology, biology, photography. This there what is this simulating? <laughs> right, here we go right here. I'm trying to be as safe as I possibly can here. And that wasn't the best version that I could come up with, but I mean there's more there's there's a one that I'm trying to come up with specifically, but I can't find it. Oh, watch this. What is this? What is this implying? <laughs> right here. Right there. There's the lips right there. So anyway. Anyway, let's go back. 
the, the body is powerful. We don't need words to communicate a lot of these things, but a lot of people don't understand and are aware of what's going on here. But anyway, uh, let's see here what we got here. Oh, uh, we're going to the thousand cock stare. So the thousand cock stare, what does that insinuate? It insinuates pretty obviously that she's dead on the inside from all of the free spirit cock carouseling. And best for short term because she doesn't get attached. All right, so watch this. She doesn't get attached. People that look like this tends to not get emotionally attached because she cannot. So this is when people say if she has a high body count, she can't emotionally attach, right? This is the theory behind the high body count. Thus, if she's exposed too much, she won't be able to be surprised and be able to feel for much. All right. Yeah, it's serious. It's serious. Can't pair about. This is the idea behind that. And thus, if she looks withdrawn, if she looks less exciting, if she looks distance, if she looks dead behind her. Um, by the way, this is not just with the carousel. This also is indicative of the suburban housewife. Suburban housewife dead on the inside. Let me show you here. Dead on the inside. Let me see if there's something on this one here. The suburban housewife can have this look as well, where she's not excited. She's not thrilled. And thus, when the husband comes home, he sees a woman's eyes dead on the inside. And that's when he knows he's lost his wife, right? He knows this is, she doesn't even have to say anything. She could give him the fake smile. She could say, hi, honey, I'm glad you're home. But your wife looks like you like this. So it doesn't have to do with sexual being sexual exposed. But if she looks at you, she don't have to say anything. She could look just like this and you're like, damn, dead on the inside. She's communicating that. Hold on for a second. Why is my Siri going off? They trying to get a hold of this. Um... They're trying to get a hold of this great information I'm giving you. All right. I don't want it. They tried to. Siri's recording everything now. Hold on for a second. Let me stop. Jeez. All right. Let me show you right there. Let me see here. We're going to the next one. Uh, let's see here. All right. Let's go to the next one here. Subtle red flags. We got the dead on the inside. We also have the demonic stare. The demonic stare. So what do we got here? Let's show you the demonic stare. This should be all you need to know. Wednesday Adams. The demonic stare. All right, here you go right there. The demonic stare. All right, so um, obviously sometimes also confused with the pouty look, right? This could be uh, an attribute of a younger girl, a young evil girl, the bad seed. All right, one of these girls right here, demonic stare, where you can very much see what she's thinking. Some girls, I don't know if you guys know, do you know that a lot of girls in this age group are attracted to Wednesday Adams? 
You guys don't know. See, I have teenagers in this group. There's a subgroup. There's a lot of group of women who are not the popular girl. They don't have the natural attributes or, you know, of attraction. Thus, they become the oddities, if you will. You know, they become the oddities, meaning like they don't have the traditional markers of beauty, right? Or they're not popular. They're attaching the Wednesday Adams personality to themselves, a.k.a. gothic, a.k.a. emo, a.k.a. kids that are depressed. If you look at the story of uh, the new episodes that have come out on Wednesday, I think it's called Wednesday or Adams Family Wednesday. This is the girl that plays Wednesday. This is very popular with this age group. Because these girls don't fit into the natural mold of what they what, what is traditional. And so they counterculture that with this. So they go outside and mimic this Wednesday Adams look. You guys don't understand this, but this is very, very deep. Okay, everything's deeper than you know. Most of you guys don't even know what the hell going on. You wet behind the ears. All right, and I can tell in the comment section, you like you reaching. I ain't reaching. This has been already studied for thousands of years, right? Y'all just new booty out here. All you doing is getting your prick hard and want to stick it in the hole. You haven't even thought about what the implications are, what's attracting you, markers of attraction, okay? You haven't even thought about it. Like, have you noticed that women's eyelashes are more pronounced and more times they pronounce them? That distinguish them, distinguish them distinguishes them from men and women. You're naturally attracted to that, and you don't know it. In fact, they naturally heighten that eyelash in order to distinguish themselves and pronounce be more feminine. Thus, a lot of women attack crazy-ass eyelashes on their eyes to even make it more pronounced. In fact, if you look at cartoons, you will have two cats on the screen, and those two cats... One will have eyelashes and the other won't, and you will know that that's a female cat and a male cat. That's how simple the biology is. That's how simple God's work is. That's how simple it is, and that's how naturally you're attracted to shit. But you guys are so dumb, you don't even see it. This is why women have mascara, and they get their eyelash, and they plump their eyelashes. They'll take pills to get their eyelashes up. But you so dumb. All right, you you don't even know how big of a deal that is. And that's just simply eyelashes. That's just simply eyelashes. Animals too. Even female dogs will have more pronounced eyelashes. Right? It's that, it's that crazy. It is that crazy. But put a female cat, put a cat on the screen. Then put and then look at the cats. And the female cat will have longer eyelashes. All right, so anyway. That's a cartoon cat. That's how big of a deal it is. Even, yeah, so anyway, that's what distinguishes markers between genders or sex, if you will. Male, female. Male, female. And it's, it's throughout the entire face, all the way through the body, all right, narrow shoulders, all of that. That's why you can distinguish. That's why you can know who you're attracted to because you're attracted to a certain thing. Anyway. Um, anyway. So when they talk about the things that we're talking about here, you think I'm making it up. People have known this for thousands of years. All right. What is the, what does the demonic pouty girl look, look like? What does that mean? What does that mean? 
So it's it's much different than just anatomy. Oh, she has titties in, in a peace leave. No, it's way bigger than that. Oh, by the way, the, in, in some cultures, women are more lighter skinned than the males, especially when it comes with, especially when it comes down to um, lighter race people. I want you to take a hard look. The men will naturally be darker skinned, even Caucasian people. More times than not, one of the reasons why is when you're in intimacy, the woman will light up like a Christmas tree, and that is actually sometimes arousing to the male. It's arousing to the male to be able to see her become red and become aroused. There's a lot going on. You guys don't know. You guys don't know at all. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have no clue. You guys are really down here. And I'm up here, all right? So you can see their chest light up, their skin, their face. That's arousal to men. Men are aroused by that. Women get aroused like that. So anyway, um, what are we doing here? What is the demonic stare? Not to be confused with the thousand rooster stare, She'll summon up actual demons to F up your life. She holds grudges too. She holds grudges. Um, and it says right here, this person right here, the demonic stare. He says, I'm speaking to a brick wall. Yeah, most people are, most people are clueless. And sometimes you're attracted to certain things and you don't know why. Like you'll be like, why are you attracted to her? You have no clue. Oh, her booty. You don't have no clue. <laughs> so anyway, all right, um, here it is right here. This person's trying to summon actual demons and such a, so forth and so on, so forth and so on. Anyway, these are the ones here you want to really stay away from for the subtle red flags. Let's get to the super chats. Now that we've educated you bio, biologically and you are now more aware, <laughs> you're now more aware. A lot of people are still trying to, a lot of people don't buy it. They don't buy it at all. You think I'm making this stuff up? Man, please. Yeah, y'all think I'm really making this stuff up. Okay. I can see who went to, I can see who's, who's not educated and who is. All right. I can see who definitely didn't go to school. I can definitely see who didn't go to school. <laughs> right. At all. All right. Shout out to Fine Now. He says, I said white man knowledge, but it was a joke. Shout out to you. Uh, shout out to, uh, did I get Ghost J? I did. I did. I got it. Uh, what, do we, what do we got here? It just didn't, definitely didn't pass fifth grade at all. All right, shout out to no, uh, Rusted Junk is in the building. Yep, they think everything that is, is that that they have now is now new. Oh wow, oh, eyelashes and please, this is all old, man. This is all old stuff that they've used to attract and seduce men, and men used to seduce women. This is old stuff, and you think it's new? All right, but this is all old stuff that people had plenty of time to sit around thinking about, and they got people hooked on these things. All right. Rusted junk, coach, you just proved these peace leave chasing ninjas, especially the brothers, brothers not knowing about women. 
please play the troll song. Yep, I could tell. And I could tell why they bad at women because they have no clue what a woman is. They have no clue. <laughs> they don't even know. They just walking out here, vagina. <laughs> all right, shout out to you. Vagina, you vagina, me Johnson. That's all they think. All right, shout out to Deadly Edley. Guys have the thousand wanks there when they go overboard on prawn, indeed. What do we got here? We got, uh, let's see here. Um, Shout out to Sean Matthews. I'm here. Thank you, brother. Shout out to you. Thank you for your contribution. And this is why women manipulate you guys so easily. Because you guys, you guys have no clue. They manipulate the shit out of you. And you thinking that, oh, I'm going to run some game on them. And they got you, they got you beat by a country-ass mile just on body language alone. All right, shout out to the res guy. Rusted Junk says women already have four kids by 30 and are looking for a that's you simp to support her and her kids from different daddies. I've witnessed many examples from the res and in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Shout out to the res people over there. Uh, anyway, we got our brother here, pro mansplainer. I told you that I thought she painted her eyebrows too high. She looked surprised. Indeed, sometimes it's to look surprised. It's to sometimes they make themselves look like they're eye. But by, by the way, you ever heard of the phrase "bright eyed and bushy tailed"? Sometimes a high eyebrow raise can make them look bright eyed and bushy tailed. I mean, there's a lot going on here, man. Lots going on. And also, also pornography, pornography actually takes advantage of all of these things. All of these things we talked about, they actually take advantage of them, right? And that's why you're hooked on it. It's deep. You guys are hooked on it because the prawn industry actually takes all of these biological things. They pay people to study this. They don't just send the girl out there. They say, what are going to get men hooked to this girl? And they actually over, they over accentuate it and you're hooked. Prostitutes do the same thing, right? Prostitutes do the exact same thing. They study human behavior. They study biology, science, sexual attraction, seductive, seduction. All right. But you know, you ninjas is thinking, oh, I, a booty. Uh, but anyway, deadly Ellie ponytail equals she's ready to give that gawk gawk 3000 potentially. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, a couple more, and then I'm going to get over to Super Chats. Uh, Gift of Gab says, show ideas, the seven levels of disrespect, disrespect in the relationship. A good reference video comes from Tariq Nasheed. I, it's easy to find. I know you'd enjoy picking it apart. Several, seven levels of disrespect. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. But this is why they call me the coach. And plus, yes, I've taught science and English and physical education. And I've taken a lot of classes. All right. This is very, very, very deep. Oh, by the way, women kind of know this stuff sometimes and they kind of don't. When women don't know it, let me tell you what happens when women don't know this. What happens is they get attention that they didn't anticipate. Right. So when a woman's unaware of this, but she's copying other women. This has actually been, I've actually given you these things here. This is going to be a long stream, man. 
But when women copy this because they say, oh, I want to wear high heels in a short dress and certain makeup and their friend will do their makeup. The friend will tell them what to wear and the, they'll go outside and they'll get sexually harassed. <laughs> and they'll say, I didn't intend to get sexually harassed. And men will say, well, look at what you're wearing, right? That's a giveaway of how easy it is to non-verbally communicate with just hair, makeup, and dress. But you guys think that I'm making this up. So this is how easy it is for her to say, hey, why are guys doing this? I simply just have ponytail braids. I simply just came out with my high heels, which... And then they go, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was going to get this type of response. Why are old men looking at me? Old men are looking at me for some reason. Why? All right, anyway. Emmanuel says he said they, can't, he said they could keep a professional relationship. She was a secretary, but did I, did I skip something? I must have skipped something because it's out of reference. But dressing a certain way does mark availability. Watch this. Did you know that in Hawaiian culture, when they wear flowers on their head, it marks if they're available or not, depending on what side they wear it on? You ninjas is really dumb and young. You guys don't know. You don't know what the hell you're doing. So in Hawaiian culture, sometimes, they'll wear a flower on the left or on the right. That marks if they're available or not. Why? Communication. Just like that. Just simple, simple. <laughs> it's that simple. So then when American culture, we tend to be Puritans. Thus, we tend to confuse what we do sexually and we want to distinguish it as it was unintentional. But we're really irresponsible with it. So thus, women will do things, get a response and say they didn't intend for that response. So they don't, they don't connect culturally our culture doesn't connect the things that we do and the responses that we get. I didn't intend for men to hit on me when I came into the gym with a sports bra and yoga pants. So we get to give her a bailout. Okay, she didn't want that, although she marked availability. So we get to say, she's not marking availability. She's comfortable. She wanted to do that. She, you, see how we, you see how we create confusion by not acknowledging biology, attraction, marking, availability. We don't honor biology because we're Puritans. We honor the Bible more now the devil more than we honor straight attraction. Other cultures got it down. They say, this is this, this is that. Don't cross the line. If you cross the line and create confusion, you're messing everything up. We worked years and decades and centuries to get this down don't mess it up. You see what I mean? We want to have, we're, we're an innocent society where sex is not even thought about intentionally. We don't want to think sex is playing into anything. So we want to put men and women working together and act like sex is not going to happen. Right? Sex should not happen. You're at work. This is, this is America. This is what we do to each other. And it's somewhat sickening. It's sick. Because we never want to acknowledge that. It's, it's very sick. It's a, and it makes our society sick, right? And it gives people an out. It, gives, it makes the woman the automatic victim and the man the automatic predator. All right. 
Like women can wear big hoop earrings like whores and then wonder why they get treated and approached like whores. Oh, by the way, have you done this? Have you seen this? Have you seen where a woman, let's just say a white or a Latina woman, will say, why do black men always approach me? White men never approach me. Have you ever heard that? There's a reason. <laughs> There's a reason why a white woman or a Latina woman will only get approached by black men. She could have a big fat rear end. She could have a certain hairstyle. Her eye and makeup is certain way. Her haircut is certain way. You don't think that's a coincidence? You don't think she intended that? In fact, she might want that, but don't understand why the other guys don't want that, but she actually associates with that type. Some white men will never approach that woman because of the way she presents. This is not a coincidence. She could be fat. There's a whole bunch of reasons why. Her, she could have a haircut like Tina Marie and big old black lipstick on her lip. That's going to only attract. <laughs> it's very simple, but you guys don't read between the lines. Hey. Hey. We got our brother, no, Captain America. Salute to you, CGA, just wanted to say. I have a, a cuz who strips. She said the money's slow because the normies trade pleasures. Wait, the normies trading. Oh, okay, hold on for a second. He says the money is slow because the normie women are trading pleasures for paid utility bills. She's begging me for a clerical job at my trucking company. Oh, no. <laughs> What's happening is, what's happening is the normie women are invading the sexual monetized marketplace. So the strippers are mad that these girls are at the junior college. Uh-oh. House of Haas says this eyebrow is known as the argue with God angry. Wow. So eyebrows is the argues with God. Teromic Adams, A show Billy, eyelash again, a brother starving. Hodge says there's studies showing that certain few foods we eat look like specific organs in our bodies and that these foods have been shown to have direct health benefits to those specific organs in the body. Yeah, guys are really gone on this one. They don't they don't understand that. Um, they think th that things are just the way they are with no explanation. But, um, you know, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit crazy. But uh, this is why I'm the coach. Uh Jamie Hoffman says, Coach had me laughing so hard while I was jogging. I tripped and fell off the bridge. Shout out to you. Let me do two more, and then I might do the last story. Xavion says, Coach, that fake smile is also the same one women give after they sucked off their weed dealer, expecting a free bag, but he still charges her full price. Indeed. Indeed. Yep, somebody said bananas. Yep. Oh, peaches, peaches, peaches. What is it? What does the peach look? I mean, what is the peach supposed to symbolize? Peaches and cream. I mean, come on, man. It's pretty. Right. They actually have fruit where they cut it open and it looks like a peach leaf. <laughs> like vagina. Let me see here. Watch this. 
There, there's there's fruit that they cut it open and it looked like a puss, right? Right. Look, look, several fruits. You guys think nature was an accident? You think God don't have a hand in this? You think God don't have a hand in this? You think nature don't have a hand in this? Come on, man. Or we're just we're just sick, right? We're just sick. By the way, that was a woman's magazine showing that. Look. Where is it at? There it is. <laughs> right? YouTube, we're being safe. We're being safe. But this is there's no accidents out here, fam. There's no accidents. Everything is intended to be because, you know, most of the things we do kind of distracts us from these activities. Thus, when we work and we're diligent and we're worker bees and worker ants, we think that's why we're here. We're not here for that. Nature and God did not put us here for that. That's stuff that we develop to be able to survive. You know what I mean? And that type of thing. Like we had to come up with these things in order to survive the elements, nature, animals, predators. That's why people work. You know what I mean? That's why we do this. That's the basis of it. But nature didn't intend us, design us for this and design the things that nature, what it did was, what it did was, was to put us here to procreate. That's the number one thing we're here for, to have sex and procreate. Okay? That's what nature and God intended, right? Anyway. Yep, the hot dog in the bun. I mean, there's a whole bunch of situations here. El Santo says, Coach, watch out for these false alligators. Shout out to you, support coach, and Ren is due. Appreciate the co-sponsorship. I'm Ren, Shout out to you. He also says, maybe I'm men. He says, more men need to do that. Wait, am I sipping? He says, more men need to do that to their cheating fiancés as a form of new shame. Well, that's not going to work. Those are epic revenge stories. Those people are mad at him. Would have applauded the woman telling her how strong and brave she is if she was doing that to him, and that's a fact. Yep. That's an actual fact. All right. Did I get all the super chats? I did. All right, let's see. Do you guys want the last story? You guys want the last story? All right, most hate Chris. Shout out to you for the co-sponsorship right here. That is a co-sponsorship. He says, yo, he says, yo, came with back-to-back smooth intros, so I had to come with the 50 ball. Sir, rent is due. I came back with it. Anyway, shout out to you. Thank you, man. Thank you, man. And the more you understand this, the more you will understand how to deal with certain scenarios. Ivy, do you guys want the last story? Ivy, I'll try to be quick on this one. IVF leading couples into debt. IVF leading this couple into debt. All right. So here it is. And by the way, nature has had strict rules to kind of dictate how procreation would be done, meaning that women would have certain fertility at certain age. They were fertile at a certain age, and then the fertility was shut down. Now, some cultures, the fertility has a bigger, wider window than others. However, this is how sick we are as human beings. We try to change it because we have modern science, a.k.a. we wipe away thousands of years of work of God, nature, science, studying to make it suitable for ourselves. 
So as much people that didn't understand me when I was making these comparisons, you're applying modern mind, which is dumb, which is, nah, this doesn't make sense when people have made sense of it, where we try to change it. For instance, women's fertility starts when? When her period appears. Her period appears. Nature is indicated to her that her body is preparing for children. Then she has a certain amount of eggs and a certain amount of time to make that happen. Once the eggs are done, it is more likely that she could either have a complicated birth, she could either have someone, kid, that is underdeveloped, throwing bad eggs, or or she's actually trying to fool God, and she actually will uh, waste thousands of dollars trying to trick nature. But because we think we're smarter, oh, no, we can get past that if I throw money at it. We can get past that if I pray to the nanny goat. We can get past that because patriarchy we can get past that because i'm black we can get past black women typically will say well that 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 wall thing doesn't apply to us because we have high fertility but they when they're 13 14 15 they'll delete early terminate many babies when they get pregnant and they'll fool nature because they think they have power over god this is what we're doing we're playing god but we're ill-equipped with information but we just have technology that we can just simply swipe away thousands of years of work and programming. You see, this is why you guys got to catch up because you guys are really slow. All right, Americans, uh, we our ego believes we're better than the people of the past, but our, we're not better than people of the past. We just have more technology. Most of the technology is created by smarter people and given to dumb people. This is an example of it. This woman is past her prime she could have babies, but she's, she's having trouble having babies. Thus, because she wants to play God and she thinks she's smarter than God in nature, she's going to waste everybody's money. You see, this is what happens to people. They think they know, but they don't know. So what she did was she found a goofy-ass gump. And that's you. And then she made this guy. She's, she's older than the male. She's older than the male. She's 39, which means she's had at least 15 years of fertility. She's missed the window, but she said, I'm going to get a younger guy to accept me and put a baby in me. What is it doing? Causing pure chaos. Let's go. She already had a baby. Let's go to Caleb. They already had a baby already, so it looks like, uh, let me give you their introductions. And fair use to uh, Caleb here. Let's give you their intros. There they are right there. There's Caleb. Fair use. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I used to do that full time for like six years between uh, 2012 and 2018. Which is the taxes owed to the Italian government. Yes. Spoiler. <laughs> we'll get into that. What do you make right now with your marketing job? Wait a minute. Hi, I'm Ella. I'm 39. I'm Ivan, 32. There you go. So you see, this is called playing God. She's trying to play God and trick nature and God. Like some of you guys are trying to trick me. And I was giving you nature and God. And you were giving me Satan, the nanny goat, and the, uh, the pious, overconfident woman. Why would this 39-year-old woman marry this 32-year-old man? Well, look at him. And that's you. Look at him. He's the that's you guy. <laughs> 
She's the guy. She's the woman said, I'm going to get this dude to marry me and put babies in me. We live in Houston. And, and this, this is, is financial, financial audit. So what do you do for a living in Houston? So I am a marketer. I uh, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead. The IVF. So, you know, when that came to y'all's family planning and everything like that, it sounds like it almost needed to happen like right then. Yep. It kind of did. Instead of like saving up to try to yep. uh, do the procedure in cash. It kind of did because, um, you know, I'm 39, right? I yeah. was 37 at the time, right? Okay. Uh, so we had started trying for a baby uh, before, of course. Like we started trying in like April of 2020. Yeah, 14 months. Yeah. So we all. Okay. You heard that. You heard that. So she got together immediately and start trying to have babies. Why? She naturally knew the window was closing. So she said, and that's you right there. She tried to fool nature and said, oh, here. Yeah, you you'll do marry me. OK, put babies in me right away, right away, fam. She knows. Here we go. We're already said that that was our next life goal yeah. and we needed to make it happen. And also, like, once so you are a certain age, you start freaking out a little bit. Yeah. And, and that's you. So he was 30. She's 37. She said, and that's you. Let's continue freaking out. Let me grab a ninja. First ninja. First gump. And that's you. <laughs> Here we go. Once you're in that community of people dealing with infertility, like that becomes your whole world. And it's literally like groups of people finding ways to finance that at whatever cost. There, well, there's people who do way crazier things. And no, I'm sure. Like taking out 401k loans, oh, like no. emptying their 401k. But like if we knew we wanted stuff. to do it and we were in a financially pretty decent spot at the time, why were we not just going pedal to the metal, just like cutting everything in life and just saving up as much as we possibly could, actually possibly could, to do that instead of just going into debt? I guess we could have also stayed in Romania and not have had any experience. Why'd you guys move to Houston? Uh-oh. My family's here. Okay. I'm and uh, he wanted to start the PhD program as soon as possible. Yeah, so Can I... Can have that just a little closer? I got accepted to the University of Houston for my doctorate program. My family's in Houston. And I said, Ella, come on, let's just come to Houston. Are you done? And that's you. I have one more year left. What if are you going to do? What am I going to do? Skipping ahead. Skipping ahead, skipping ahead. Skip it, just skip it, just skip it. Right, no, right. I'm actually just curious because I don't know what it's, the job market looks like for that. It's It has to do with changing demographics and just the fact that more people are going to be speaking Spanish. Mm. And Houston right, is right skip. same... A little bit closer. Yeah, I'm just gonna use you a little bit uh, uh, to double my income <laughs> and work fully on a on a project. And it seems very enticing. No, I mean, okay. Yeah. There is our question mark. We got a five thousand dollar loan in February of twenty twenty two, and the promotion was if you pay everything off in twenty four months, there's zero interest charged. That's and what they, they told us. They, they charge the vendor. They have like some sort of subscription for the vendor. So we're confused when we printed this sheet out. It said fifty. $3 in interest, I will be making a call and checking that out. But yeah, the, idea, the idea is to pay the 5000 right. off by before next February. I'm going to put that aside. And, yes, well. yes, yes, yes. Why did you need the 5000 Then we have some medical debt. Uh oh. These are just the outstanding balances. So only $129.325. Yeah. That's, 
Yeah, we wanted to share that because that's one emergency visit for an infant in Houston. Oh, that sucks. And that doesn't even include the 250 That you pay, like, up front, which yeah. is like... Are they the on your health insurance? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so... Oh, you can call him a he. It's a he. It's a little okay. baby boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little baby boy. Yeah, so... And the reason why that's not paid off... I am very happy that you guys did end up having a child. That's very exciting. Yeah. Thank you. So the... But, but the child's not free. Right. So the child is uh, coming with an extra cost. And I think she wants to have another kid right here. Let me see here. Uh, let me pull it off right here. Let's see right here. Let's go ahead. Another kid. Yes. Here we go. August I, I want to say something. August 2023 is the next IVF. Yeah, we're okay. starting now. So this this is OK. This yeah. Is see, this 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 is again. This is again when people play God. And they don't take things into consideration like personal finances does this make sense older age why you're in debt like put get your priorities straight this is pure selfishness you don't have the ability to do this you're dead in debt you guys are underwater and you're not honoring god you, this this is lack of priorities this is putting other priorities ahead of the nature let's continue conversation it's a very is, long process it's a very long process do it doesn't what do you have to pay uh i think best case scenario like the initial appointment let's say is like August. consultation yeah, consultation then you have the baseline tests then those have to come then you have the like investigation october october i think october you see how they're avoiding they're avoiding the question I, and you'd have to do this and you have to do this he just wants to know how much you want to pay and they just are trying to settle and avoid, avoid, avoid. All right. They know they're wrong trying to play God. Yeah. Like the actual lump sum of the cycle. Okay. But remember, remember, See? we have the benefits. Yeah. No, no, no. You you have debt. I get that. But it's still $8,000 for you guys. Here's, okay. This, this becomes a very complicated, complicated situation because there is the, as you mentioned correctly, so I'm... I'm not very good at the science behind it, but there is the biology behind yes, it. And, and, and also the everything. more we wait. See, did you hear him hit them? It, it was subtle, but because people don't want to honor biology stuff that I was talking about, it's but, 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 and patriarchy and it sucks. And God gave me, he said, there's the biology in the age. That's the most important. You guys are in debt. And you're trying to beat biology and age. You're 39. What are you doing? And you're in debt already. And you have the first IBS test two baby. You see what I'm talking about? This is what people do. And, and, and she talks too goddamn much. You see why the guy, the goofy ass guy. And that's you. This dude's 32. He could have waited this shit out. But look at what he's got. This guy's about to go into debt. For this woman, he could be a PhD program, go and be a doctor, but she too busy running her mouth that is costing him. He thought he had love, but she was just a desperate woman that had baby rabies. That's all. She had baby rabies. I still look young, right? Yep. But I still look young, so it doesn't matter. That's because hair dye goes a long way. You would literally have gray hair if you didn't have that hair dye in your head. All right, so in five years, your hair would be hair full of gray, but you got a good dye job, not even a good one, and now that's why you look younger. 
typically before hair dye was common, you would have looked old already. All right. But now because you think you look young, you think you can fool nature and God. <laughs> here we go right here. But look, he's 32, throwing it all away for this talkative individual who don't want to deal with the realities of nature and God. That's when you know you messed up. And that's you. Eight. The slimmer the chances of it working are. So like I know, I know. So we're, this we're becomes just gonna, like, very throw hard. Throw away all the money, basically. Like it's, it, you know, that's kind of like how we prioritize. I I life, get it. Right? I get so, it. It's just it's it's very hard because what we're in right now is we're in a position where we're not even close to being able to retire. And in your situation, if we continue down this road of barely paying on the debt, because all we did was reconsolidate, we didn't make any progress towards that. We're just minimum monthly payment and things. We're 40, you're more than halfway towards retirement. You're basically halfway towards retirement. You're a little over. Okay, at this point, with the one kid we already had, you guys will not be able to sustain yourselves in retirement. Who knows what Social Security is going to be like by the time you guys are retired? Uh, that kid's going to be morally responsible for taking care of you. And the longer we take to get out of this debt, yep. now with the second kid on the way, both of them will also feel that obligation because we are not prioritizing getting yourselves figured out first. And that's why this is just so complicated. It's complicated because you're... It's not complicated. It's not complicated. What, there is, what he's dealing with, and the husband and Caleb is dealing with the delusional woman. She's not honoring God. She's not honoring nature. She's selfish. And she's trying to pull this off by all by any means and she was the one with the emergency so this is what you're dealing with you're dealing with people that want to play god out here and they're not honoring biology and nature and we actually want to act like it's not important but we medicate these women with uh hormones and birth control pills and 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 um we let them freeze their eggs and we do all of these things that we play god and then we say well yeah it can it can still happen well there's going to be an additional cost to it Last point, remember when I said that anatomically we have features, one feature of your body will always relate to another feature. You guys laughed it off. But let me tell you this. Let me ask you this. For men anatomically, women can answer this. What are areas of men's anatomy that if the man was fully dressed would mimic and or give an indication it is theory but theoretically would give an indication of how anatomically developed he is in the pants this is going to give you a tip off right here okay women and they don't even have to see you nude but women can look at two areas and determine what you possibly might look like anatomically what are those let's see if you can figure it out we do this all the time but people yep there you go Hand size and feet. Foot and hands. Like, for instance, if you have long fingers, people are going to assume you have a long Johnson. Sometimes a long nose. Sometimes big feet. But y'all, <laughs> right? Sometimes just being tall. Sometimes it doesn't correlate. Sometimes it doesn't correlate. But, Big nose, big, long fingers, long feet. There you go. Sometimes there could be a pair-up partner that mimics what the other thing are. 
I mean, it simply happens all the time. Sometimes a woman will say, hey, you have small hands, and she'll measure your hands with hers, and she'll immediately, come on, man. She'll immediately think. She'll see a ninja with a long finger and be like, wow. <laughs> right? It's, it's pretty simple, man. But listen, people are thinking not third, they're not thinking third dimensionally out here. Right? And they'll immediately think, yo. So anyway, watch out. Yeah, this is why they know uh, short dudes. Tall, skinny dudes. They'll be like, I want him. It's crazy like that, but you don't get it. But it's okay. That's why they call me the coach. But sometimes it doesn't correlate. Ladies, it don't correlate on me. You'll be surprised what I got. (laughs) You'll be surprised. Good things come in small packages, baby. All right, look. Shout out to the coach gang. Oh, wait, let me check all these out. Let me make sure um, I got everybody. Shout out to Most Hated Chris with the co-sponsorship. Let me also, let me also get these brothers. PJ Throwaway says, for the OT session, coach, appreciate the lessons you give. Thank you, sir. Let me check PayPal. Did I get Emmanuel? He says he said that they could keep it professional. She was a secretary, but before that, he mentioned her beautiful daughter and reminds her, of the rule he took as a father, probably a provider. Lastly, he thanked her for her services and wished her well with her lover. Thank you for the Italiano in the building, the Italiano translation. Super Mario Brothers. All right, here we go. What do we got here? Uh, we got uh, Vimo. Let me check that. We got Lemon James just dubbed my Latina. For uh, from the valley, she was a com- covert feminist. What do you mean you dubbed her? That must be something you you hit it. She was a covert feminist. She had them wide, crazy eyes, just like you said, Coach. Had to get my bag and run. You skedaddled out of there. Okay. Cash app last one. What do we got here, Michael W. Michael R. Shout out to you. That's what we'll call you. And I think. That's a wrap. Shout out to the coach gang. And we will be back tomorrow, Thursday. Damn, already? Peace.